Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. Your home for news reviews and interviews and all that last stuff from PSU.com. Go check out PlayStation Universe. Yay! Stuff happened. I can talk about it. Yay! We can talk about it, should we say. It's not just us. We've got Gary here. Hey, Gary. Oh, hey. Hey, Ben. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just peachy. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Um, a lot better than last week, at least. I was exhausted yeah, last that, week. I could imagine. Four podcasts in two days. What's wrong with you? I think it was more like six. So, Case yeah. in point, Ben. Case <laughs> in point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was a great week, man. Great week? Oh, yeah. Well, for the industry, I should say. Yeah, great um, week for video games. Yes, yes. Great week for video games. Not so much for everything else, yeah. uh, at least here in my country. Um, and this country. Yeah, yours is not. <laughs> I, I think our governments are pretty much the same government. We just don't know about it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, both of our leaders were born in the same state, so. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. That cunt? <laughs> oh, such a country. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no, good times. I mean, there was one news story that made me really sad, but game wise. That I hope yeah. isn't true, but the lack of Batman's. Well, not just that the the fact that AT and T is planning to sell all the game division that they have, uh, which makes sense now. Now why? Um, I and that's that's Neil, by the way. Like... Oh yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's back. Yeah. Okay. He he only came on to say that he's leaving now. Okay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's it. Pretty telling that IO Interactive you know, came out with Hitman 3 saying, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're self-publishing now because Warner were, of course, publishing the last one. And it's like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then, like, a day later, we find out that rumor. <laughs> yeah, that'll be why. They don't want to get screwed over by another developer. By the way, because we haven't had any... Um, but, uh, before we go into the show, before, because we haven't really had any critic reviews for a while... Mm. Um, you're actually winning. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> that so I gave you those bonus points, it put you in the lead and nobody's actually beating you because everyone else has won individually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's it. I feel big league, I just show up, win and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, back next. Yes, very excited so, to talk about yeah. all the E3-ness. The, not E3-ness, sorry. Well, E3 period, because this would technically be when E3 starts. Yes. At least well, the yeah, hype yeah. for E3. Yeah, I always know, because normally you know, my wedding anniversary comes up just about around the time Sony do their show, which, thankfully, this year didn't happen. So, so yeah. That was nice. Um, now you can celebrate yeah. your wedding anniversary in bed. <laughs> oh, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh so neil how you been it's been a while yeah yeah can't complain you know it's the usual sort of stuff there are video games there are news there are things to write about them and the show goes on and that bloody disgusting getting them out yeah that's it it's going good there that's, to be said. that's good to hear yeah and we got alfonso hey alfonso hello hello how are you this fine day? I'm great. You know, 
We had an interesting week. We're going to talk about it. A certain company broke the internet again, and yeah, we're going to discuss it. So I'm ready. I didn't know Kim Kardashian broke the internet again. No, <laughs> 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 Sounds like uh, somebody else is being replaced by a duck. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I get replaced by a duck, it'd be pretty, pretty hard to record it. And also, I'd have to edit my own voice out. So... <laughs> Uh, so yeah Sony had its Playstation 5 reveal this week uh, loads of stuff got announced as you can guess because otherwise it would be not much of a reveal Reveal otherwise if I go PS5 reveal, nothing got announced bye everyone, see you next week do, 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 do. Um, so we're going to talk about some of our favourite games that were announced at the event uh, I want to say at least Two games each because there's so many games to talk about. Two um, games, you're killing me. We'll, we'll go on with this. We'll <laughs> two sure games we'll each because you got to remember, chances are some of them are the games that we would have also picked. So, that's uh, tough. Yeah, I mean, it, not, it isn't tough, and it is tough. <laughs> I mean, who wants to go first? You go first, Ben. Yeah, you go. First, <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> Um, Gran Turismo 7. <laughs> That's a lie. That is an absolute fabrication. <laughs> I've got... Oh, I've got the collector's edition of GTA 4. G- Gran Turismo 4. I bought and it's Gran still Turismo sealed 5. and never opened. No, I've bought two copies of it. <laughs> I bought two copies because I used to do... I really did love the Gran Turismo series growing up. I wasn't yeah, a big fan cool. of support because of the um, lack of single-player campaign. But I do like the campaign of the Gran Turismo series. I like starting off small, upgrading the cars, buying new cars, and then improve, getting my licenses and stuff like that. Because I can't drive in real life, and Gran Turismo is the closest thing I'll ever get to that. So I admit, I, I, what is the guilty pleasure? Is the Gran Turismo series um, again? I don't like the online stuff because I am rubbish at it. But that doesn't mean I don't enjoy the the actual cars. I like taking hell. It's car porn to me. You could take pictures of all your fancy cars in all the different like layouts. It's yeah, and by showing what they did, it showed that they bring in back the old single play single player campaign from the previous Gran Turismo's. I am hyped for it. Okay, is this your long winded way of telling us? <laughs> What's that, Neil? I said, is this your long winded way of telling us you're now living in a car? <laughs> Why do you think I bought noise head noise cancelling headphones? But got RTX RTX on my laptop, so I can tr- live in the car and record in the car without the, the issue of wind. I thought I heard an indicator light. <laughs> uh, I can't even pretend to do it because the RTX will block out the sound. By the way, if anyone that does have an NVIDIA graphics card. Please download RTX headphone software. It's so good for uh, recording. It blocks out so many sounds that aren't just all... Yeah, you're talking. Uh, but Gran Turismo, yes, I'm really excited for Gran Turismo 7, especially as it's going to be a... I don't know if it's a launch title, but I feel like it's going to be a launch window. I think oh. there... I, 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 I think there's going to be like a demo or something at launch for it. They, they yeah. usually like to do those for, for those an games. Early access style version. Man, yeah. it's like yeah. I called it earlier on in the year. <laughs> hey, like hey. I said, we might get Gran Turismo 7 <laughs> Prologue. 
Yeah. It's, it's very possible. I mean, I actually thought it was a surprise. I mean, this is, I think, the fastest they've done a Gran Turismo back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fair, yeah. so they don't really change much game to game, so it's like... Yeah, but usually well, like it takes them the entire generation before a new one comes out. Well, the well, difference... Maybe... Okay, on yeah. the Sorry, I was just saying, yeah, maybe all this new tech helps in, in the things that make them take forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference. From PS2... From PS1 to PS2, they had to do a new engine because of the graphic leap. PS2 to PS3, the PS3 was a bitch to program for, so I had to make a complete new engine for the PS3. But because the PS4 was so different to the PS3, they had to completely scrap the PS3 engine for the PS4. But the PS5 is basically the same as the PS4 when it comes to actual hardware specs. It's not the same, but it's used the same type of components, so it's going to scale better from 4 to 5. So chances are that They've already got most of the models from Gran Turismo Sport because it's a good policy when you're making a game to actually mm-hmm. make the assets better, much, much better quality than you're actually going to be using in the video game. That way you can then, in if there's a remaster or you do a sequel, you've already got those enhanced assets, so therefore you can just let, less downscale them. So the cars and all that that are probably future-proofed from Gran Turismo Sport, um, because really we haven't jumped up that much when it comes to resolution, because last gen was uh, 1080p to 4K. This will be 1080p to 4K again, so the same models will work. Of course, they'll be more detailed, um, Mm. but they also don't have to borrow with a lighting system. Well, they will, but not as much, because before you had to bake each individual lighting system because of the way it works but now with ray tracing you can just kind of go it still takes time but the computer does some of it that's it so that will give it a whole new look as well so it requires maybe a little less to graphically to worry about and in all honesty ben like i agree with you but i still to this day think that drive club looked way better than gt sport did well, you know, that game yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Sad that game was incredible. The stuff they did with that game with the rain effects on the windshield and all that, that was nice. insane. Yep. I think I still haven't seen anything yeah. as good as that. I think that game suffered a lot from there was this uh you know, with the PS4 being so successful there would seem to be a certain audience looking to find the weak spots and Tri Club seemed to be one of the ones because of it had that rocky launch yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. attracting the wrong kind of attention and back then of course everyone was an expert on how internet should work on a video game and that's it so <laughs> it, it, it got kicked in the ass for that and that's been the death of many games to be fair it's like uh, i mean you wouldn't think that like the game that still gets in the top five top ten every week is a game seven years ago old now yeah. that launched awfully when it started but, you know, it, it proves you can pull people around if you've got the money. And it's coming back next year. <laughs> yes, again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a very weird way, which makes me worry. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, considering most uh, developers have said, oh, yeah, well, when you upgraded the new version, it would be free if you already had the, the current version. Yeah. They, all, they, all they've said so far is, oh, the online's free. It's like, <laughs> the campaign? Nah. <laughs> no, you'll have to rebuy that game. I mean, come on. I mean, we're beating around the bush right here, but Grand Theft Auto V. 
Yeah, that, that small well, indie title. I've already, I've already hey, copied that's it. That's the new Skyrim, man. You better get used to it. <laughs> GTA Five is never leaving that list. That they, uh, that's gonna stay in the top ten for God knows how long now. And uh, they're gonna sell it at full price again. You know they will. Yeah, they and will. it's it's gonna be number one the moment it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in my sixties and I'll be like, <clears throat> PS Nine. Oh, it's launching with GTA Five. <laughs> it's not even a launch title, man. You would think it'd be a launch title, but no, it's twenty. Well, it's a launch year. Launch year. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, they have something they want to do with it. So, all good. Yeah, it says enhanced, and anyway, Grand Turismo Seven. I am excited for it. What about your other game, Ben? I'm not going to do both. Someone else goes next. Oh, okay. my bad. I'm my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Go for it. Before I say my game, first, Microsoft. This is how you do a gaming event, because. What you did was just horrible. Second, I was mad at Sony at first because of that stunt that they pulled in Last <laughs> of Us killing off the Vita. But you redeemed yourself with this event. I thought you were going to say they put GTA 5 first. <laughs> <laughs> that was wait, such a wait. troll. That was such a troll. <laughs> that they were like, Rockstar, it's the first logo that comes up and you're like, oh my God, really? What is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> is it the agent? <laughs> but my first game is the last game that they show you already know horizon forbidden west mm-hmm. um yeah me again me and ben guessed this i honestly i wasn't expecting this because of the other game they showed after gta i, I wasn't expecting them to show both but yeah mm-hmm. it, it looks beautiful um we found out that it's in america because it takes place in california i saw the um golden state bridge so that's yeah. gonna be very interesting exploring um, you know how big California is. So that's gonna be very interesting. We see now Aloy could breathe on the water. We see now other humans beside her could override machines, which is very interesting. And obviously the new machines and yeah, I'm I'm so looking forward to this. I, I love the first one. It left off on the cliffhanger and just curious to see what's the next step and yeah, now we see. I mean there's no release date yet i hope it's in the first you know release year but yeah graphically it looks beautiful um the little snippets of the the fights that she was doing looks amazing and yeah i'm so looking forward to this yeah understandable i mean it's like i I know it's not out yet but when it does come out this will be my game of the year i'm calling it now (laughs) well i think as good as the original game was, you know, there, there's plenty of room to improve in there. You know, yeah. it, it, it's very formulaic in the plot and a lot of I, side characters. I but do hope is, the rumor is true that it's co-op, because there was rumors that Horizon Two has got co-op. I just so. don't think it needs it. I think that's Sony's strength. You know, they, they love a good single-player game. To get back, you. I mean, look at that list from earlier. There's quite a few games that are pretty much single player based. Um, I won't go into them now because obviously we're going to talk about them anyway. But, but there was a really, compared to the Microsoft show, there was so many games that are predominantly single player titles. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm glad if it stays like that. In fact, I'm looking at it and thinking about it. I think Grand Theft Auto 5 
maybe Gran Turismo 7 and Godfall were, were the real multiplayer titles and the rest and NBA maybe but yeah the rest were very much single mm -hmm. stuff so yeah Gary thoughts oh my fun <laughs> um well as you know Alfonso I kind of stopped playing Horizon um after I left the first area um not because I didn't I hated the game or anything I just I was kind of bored with it already. Um, and I don't know if it's because of all the other games at the time, because I didn't play it when I launched. I, it's been like a year or two since it came out that I started playing it. Um, but I just I, I, I just couldn't get into it like you guys did. Um, but as far as this announcement, I was really surprised by it. I think I knew it was going to be a game, obviously, but I didn't think it was going to be shown off here because to me, this trailer that they showed was a very cinematic trailer. Mm -hmm. um, and I personally don't expect this until 2022, at least. Um, if it does come out sooner, it'll probably be the end of 2021. Uh, and that, to me, I'm just not a big fan of reviewing a game so early. I think a lot of studios have done that. Um, I think it's going to be their summer 2021 game. You think so? Yeah, that like... Early? Yeah, like they're God of Yeah, like they always have like a big game. Like they have Last of Us this year. They've had God of War. I feel like Horizon is going to be their summer 2021 title. I don't know. Compared to everything else they showed, uh, everything else they showed, they showed a lot of actual gameplay footage. Not saying that this wasn't gameplay footage, but the way it was shot was very cinematic wise. Um, but when you look at some of the other games that they had, like Spider-Man and Sackboy and all these ones, they showed a lot of gameplay, which tells me that those games are a lot farther along than Horizon 2 is. Hmm. At least in my opinion. The thing is, uh, Spider-Man, a lot of those games you were talking about are launch titles. Spider-Man's a launch title. Yeah, no. and, and confirmed as running in the engine yeah. of the PS4 game. I don't know. To me, like, I'm excited for you guys for sure. Um, hopefully, I'll get into Horizon. Maybe when I play, if I play it on my PS5 with all the awesome upgrades that it probably will get for PS5 with, you know, because I never got to play it on 4K or anything like you guys did. I don't have a PS4 Pro. To take well, I don't. No, first time around, I didn't. It's like, it, it is a very pretty game on PS4. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, so maybe soon i'll get back into it and enjoy it more but it's, it, it's hit and miss i say with the sony stuff um some stuff is like solid eight out of ten stuff yeah you know? it's like it's good does the job it's well made it's well produced if anyone else made it on a low budget you'd probably be saying mm, not really putting all the effort in there it's, like, it's just like i think you could say that spider-man you could say that yeah. the horizon but you know, well spider-man yeah. is basically this gen's last light or whatever it was by you know, well, um, the infamous. Well, that was like this generation as well. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it, yeah. it'd be fine. No, that, the, the, it's good to have games like that because they're the games that get the most people in. You know, the, yeah. There's a reason Horizon did so well because it, it got the right aesthetic going, it got the right ideas going. And it's like, oh, robot animals and dinosaurs and all this stuff. That's amazing. I like that. In an open world, people are satisfied. Both these things, great. 
that was it it sold well it didn't have to be like groundbreaking as a game as a result same for spider-man it's like basically make a really good version of the ps2 spider-man 2 game and you're fine and they did and it worked and it's like yeah. and, it was, and again it could go somewhere else that's good the good thing about it okay i think it's back to me right mm-hmm. mm. i'm gonna go with uh, yeah, i haven't had a, i haven't had a pick oh yeah you're nils yeah we skipped yeah. you didn't we you did what you did. is I your know, game it's good, but... It's because I waffled through everyone else's. That's why. Well, no, because I'm also looking at Discord as well. I'm like, oh, oh Gary, okay. <laughs> Thanks. My opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> what, you... I won't go for the obvious. It, it, it was weird because, you know, when you're working through these things and sometimes you get unlucky and the thing you really want to see comes up just as you're trying to work on the last thing you were looking at. Like That, that happened with a couple of things I really wanted to see. The first half of the show for me was great because it was none of the stuff that I had to write about, so I could just watch it. It was like, oh, it was like, hey, it's fractured, yeah, it's this, yeah, it's that. It's like that was great, but yeah, in the second half, it was like where they, it's like the post watershed moment. <laughs> it's like everyone's all the big games and the, the more violent things sort of came out. Um, so yeah, a few to pick from, but I would say Deathloop is i know we've seen it before in cinematic form but to see it in a sort of gameplay form and find out that it is a timed exclusive at ps5 as well oh man that looks like everything that arcane has done rolled into one big 70s aesthetic ball and yeah, i think that's going to be one hell of that that i think could be up there in the old game of the year contention for me this year Without a shadow of a doubt, because it just looks absolutely fucking bonkers. And I like the, you know, Dark Souls esque, you know, invasion mechanic that they got, where you know another player can be the antagonist and foil your plans to escape from this island that's stuck in a time loop. And yeah, I just that. Yeah, I'm glad also that you can play it without that, and it, it can just still be a very much a single player, you know, immersive sim that. Uh, Arcane do so well. I've been all this week, funnily enough, playing um, uh, Dishonored 2, which I never finished because I don't know, things just came up and I wasn't really feeling it. Um, I'd watched uh, the No Clip documentary on Arcane and I was like, I thought, oh, I'm going to give that another shot. And I'm glad I did because it's just the depth of a game that is, you could probably finish in about six hours if you rushed it. But I said I played that the first time for about 10 hours and then the second time even longer because I was just wanting to look deeper into, oh, how could I do this? What if I do this? What if I do that? And it was almost like a completely different thing the second time around. And I found this with Prey with Mooncrash where, you know, it was, which I think is a lot of the framework for what they've done here with Deathloop, which is like a, you have this amount of time to do this thing, to get out here, to do all these objectives, and see what you can do in that time and it's like that it has a roguelike quality to it in that regard and that's what Deathloop has taken on and the combination of all these things that they do so well being made into this and this funky looking game it, it i'm so so happy that it is so soon and it's yeah it's gonna be a launch title but look at that as well so it could be the pick of that launch lineup i think uh, in terms of full fat games
Oh, sorry. Oh, have a drink. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, this this has been in development for a while, huh? We, what was it? Two years since they announced this game, hasn't it? No, no, it was last year's um, E3. Was, they showed it. Was before. it last year's E3? Oh, yeah, yeah. Even I was like, was this two years ago? It was like, no, I went back and it was last year's E3. Well, there you go. They announced it, and I think they just kept quiet of it. Of it of yeah. Until now. Bethesda do. So it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. Bethesda have two modes. It's either shut up about it for a long time or talk about it nonstop for that 76. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually think this looks pretty cool. I like the concept of it. You know, it's it's got that weird rogue-like mm. thing going on. You die, you start over. But it's also not a rogue-like. Um which I think is really cool. I, I I'm interested to see how the story plays out in this game because like they talk about like you die and you start over, you know, you're in a time loop. Like how is the story gonna progress? Because I think this is just a single player game, right? It's not a multiplayer game. Well, it's a it's multiplayer in yeah. sense of that someone can jump in. Okay. The antagonist because uh, there's a rival assassin on the island. It's just the oh lady. nice nice that's pretty yeah. Cool. So she can she's in there to fuck up your plans to escape each time. That's usually what and I think what will happen is like you have to learn ways and each play for this is what Prey Moon Crash did, which was a spin-off of Prey. But it's basically having that roguelike sort of element to an immersive sim where it's like you learn where things are, you learn what to do each time, and this this time, which you will get through. And weirdly, I think a lot of there's a lot of parallels to be drawn in terms of what Air Prey's story ends up going and where this goes in terms of like loops and uh all is not what it seems sort of thing i think yeah i i feel like they they showed off what the game is and how it plays and stuff but we still don't really know how it progresses like is it going to be this like big open area and you have to find a way out and like every time you do it like every time you restart the game like are the enemies going to be in different placements, things like that, or is it going to be like a full-on story and progression? Hmm. Oh. Well, it's all based on one island, and I think again, going on what Prey Mooncrash did, where you know it's one area all set on the moon. It's a moon space station, smaller than the main game, but there were little sub stories within that thing. If you did this this time, this might happen. You did this time, you could go through and escape without covering all the bases you know without going to every area you could sort of budget it and make your way through but if you were smart and you put the time in and the knowledge to and explore through each playthrough you would discover a way to do everything on your way through and make the game more fun for yourself and i think there, there's an element of powers again in Deathloop, but uh, as they have been in prey and in dishonored there's a couple of bits where you see clearly like uses waves his hand and just slams someone into the wall with telekinesis. So it's and people seem to sort of disappear when you kill them. So either it's some sort of simulation or it's just you know because of the time loop, it means they go out of the time loop right, if you kill them. So maybe I don't know. That that's the intriguing thing to see where they go with that and and where the story does lead in that regard to this whole time loop thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. given their their caliber, I think the, there's a good chance it would be well done. Yeah, it, it, it looks great. I actually looking yeah. forward to it as well. And like, I I wasn't that big of a fan of Dishonored and Dishonored Two. Like, they were good, but I 
again wasn't like oh my god this is amazing and same thing with prey i loved a lot of the stuff they did with prey uh but i i i found it hard to keep going with that game as well which really pisses me off because i loved a lot of the ideas they had in it um but hopefully this one will will really hook me because it it does seem like a really cool concept that they have going on yeah i would say if you get the chance try prey moon crash as an example of how you can sort of blend that uh, because it's like bite-sized chunks of that idea and kind of shows you how those games get better with second third fourth playthroughs you know not in a way that like near automata as well it's like oh it gets better because you learn more about the story it's more like it gets better because you learn about how the game works in new ways and you're like oh so if i use this power that i didn't use this time and of course everything stacks each time you go through another playthrough in terms of powers and things so it's new game plus on plus on plus on plus so it becomes mm-hmm. a whole different game again and again and again and so I, i'm intrigued i think also just to mention uh again there's talk of targets in Deathloop much the same as there is in Dishonored, where you know, each mission is like, take out this target, take out that target. So there's obviously going to be, a, it kind of feels like a blend between those games that you've used in that regard. You know, it's got the sci-fi element, and it's got the classic Dishonored magical element, if you will, of, you know, but you've got, you're an assassin, as you were in that game. But yeah, looking forward to that one. Nice, nice. Um, my turn then? Yeah. 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 Um, well, it's very difficult for me, Ben. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm going to go with the thing that made me kind of jump out of my seat the moment I saw it, and that's Astrobot. Yay. Um, Yay. Playroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm one of the few who got to play Astrobot when it came out on VR. Um, and that's easily one of the greatest platformers, in my opinion. Uh, they did yeah. it's so many great things. It's such a shame that it is on VR, but it, that is what it makes it uh, at the same time. And it's ridiculous, but it is yeah. just such a joyful. I mean, in a generation where you know, Mario Odyssey was good, I think mm-hmm. that was better because you know it innovated in a whole new way. You know, it was very much formula platformer. In a lot of ways, but the fact that you had this control that you didn't really normally have just made it something else. Oh yeah, yeah. just so many good things they did, and you know now it's coming to PS5. I don't, I'm. It's not VR. At least I don't believe it's VR. I don't think it is, uh, but it is free. Yeah, um, yeah is, but um, you know what? Now they're literally forcing you to play it because it's gonna come on your system. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. you can't. Say I, I never played Astrobot because you kind of By the look of it, it's um, wow. it's might well be a glorified tech demo for what the yeah. dual sense controller can do. Yeah, yeah. think fine. of it more of as extended version of the playroom from the you know with the original Astrobot than the actual platformer. Yeah, but this definitely looks like more of an actual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they and they showed some cool stuff. They showed like you play through the boot screen of the PS2, mm. which is pretty cool. Um. I don't, I'm I'm just super stoked. I like I said, I loved Astrobot Rescue Mission on VR, and I'm so happy that I I'm getting another one. I don't care if it's a 10 minute demo. I'm gonna play yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah, so. even the playroom, <laughs> even the playroom and playroom VR stuff was fun with the Astrobot mm-hmm. stuff. So, so yeah, he said, 
He's the master. Yeah, I, like I said, to, to me, this is the best platformer that Sony has. It's the best competition to Mario, in my opinion. Um, if you're going to compete with Mario, Astro Bot's the way to do it. Well, you know, they designed the new console based on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to complain. So, yeah, Astro Bot's Playroom. Super stoked. I was very excited when I saw that. Okay, I guess it's my turn. And I'm excited to talk about the game that excited me the most. The Island of Butt Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, when I, I was I live streamed the event on Moogle Go Around Radio. Um, and I was talking to people in stream at the time. And yeah. it popped up with Island. And I, all I heard was Island of Butt Sex. I'm like, what? And even the stream was like, Island of Butt Sex? No, it's Bug Snacks, we found out. <laughs> it's not the Island of Butt Sex, it's the Island of Bud... Oh, <laughs> Bud Snacks. No, Bug Snacks. Uh, it's, the game is like a kiddie-style looking video game, but... Uh, By the uh, Octodad. Yeah, it's about an island filled with different types of... Well, Bug Snacks is like a strawberry and... Um, like there's a crab apple. There was all different types of uh, bugs and animals mixed with fruits of. Yeah. Um, if, if you're familiar with the title of Chance of Meatballs too, where they pretty much have these animal variants of fruit, yeah. it yeah. is based on that. But uh, as you say, when you eat them, da da da. You getting parts of their um, anatomy added to your like we, wiener hands. The guy with weenie arms could. It set the place on fire because he had weenie arms. Um, and there was like a horror aspect at the end. So I, even though it's got a, a childish aesthetic at the start, I feel like there's going to be a very horror-esque like, storyline. It's a, a kid horror sort of stuff. Yeah, there, kid though. horror. Yeah, well, they... I, I think they even tried a little bit of a jump scare. So I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot more horror included in it than what it looks like at start. Yeah, I think it'd be very much in the bizarre mold of um, Octodad. It's just yeah. like a, a normal situation turned abnormal by this one weird change. You know, well, yeah. two weird changes here, I suppose. And I'm not talking yeah. like real horror. I'm just talking about like horror enough to like make you jump a little bit, but not poop your pants. Yeah, yeah, and some friendly body horror. You know, in yeah, the sense of you are what you eat, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Islander butt sex is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Otherwise known as Bug Snacks. <laughs> which has a really good theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> which all horror-based stuff really have, so that's... <laughs> yeah, they've all got these very cheery <laughs> soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a lovely one. Uh, so, Alfonso, your time. My next game will be Returnal. Man, seeing this game, I was I was very intrigued. It, it reminds me of that Tom Cruise movie, um, Edge of Tomorrow. Constantly dying, repeating, and... You know, that's what she said. You know, landing, crash, die, landing, crash, die. She's mm -hmm. on an alien planet. She's searching and how she got there, what's happening. She's fighting these alien creatures. It... 
I'm just intrigued of how the story's going to play. Graphically, it looks okay because there were certain parts that didn't look okay with, with the the bright the brightness on her face. But um, interesting guns, interesting creatures and how they attack her. Like, this, I, I feel like I'm going to spend a lot of time in this game just because of story. Story has to be interesting for me to continue to play. But You're going to spend I, a lot of time because you're going to die and replay the same thing over and over again. Which I love. <laughs> in some I sort of mechanic. death loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the idea here is enough that, you know, you die, the environment changes. And yeah. Cool. I like that. And given that you know, it's Housemark, we've done stuff with the amazing Resigan and Next Machina last generation. To see them doing a full fat thing like this now is like, whoa. Uh, I, now I am very intrigued you know, because they proved they can do the arcade sort of game properly. Now, what's the other game they were doing? They were doing some sort of multiplayer shooter, weren't they? And it just disappeared it seems because now they're doing this what's it yeah this, i remember that yeah this looks like it's going to be a cool time and obviously they're being allowed to sort of have access to all this stuff that sony has tech wise on the console to sort of make this a reality doesn't anyone find it weird though that we got two games with the exact same style of gameplay that announced i know well, no, it's yeah, it's a it's a, a trend to be fair, not just in yeah. games but wider world. Uh, being in a time loop thing has been quite popular in recent times. You, you yeah, know, but it just felt game. weird that they were both at the same event. <laughs> oh, true, but they are very different games, and one comes from yeah, up, yeah. yeah, one is yeah, a studio that's done immersive sims all its career, and here's one from a studio that's done nothing but really bloody good arcade shooters all yeah. its career. And it's like so it's interesting to see two different studios coming to this same sort of idea with very mm -hmm. different outputs so that you know one is like it the environment's not changing but you know you learn something new each time you die this one is like well you die fuck it you're gonna have to learn it all over again because the new place <laughs> it'd be cool to see how that works out yeah yeah mm. I guess Neil. Is it me again? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, do I choose the obvious one or the not obvious? There's, there's so many. This is the problem. Um, no, I'm not. I, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Hitman Three, but I didn't actually see any gameplay, so I can't really say if it really counts in a way. But I, I was jokingly thinking i'll put that on my list of like dream games to appear and I thought, it's not gonna happen is it it's gonna be showing at this event and i think that like, to me was the biggest surprise of everything that appeared there. Yeah. I, and it's in january and i was like it's insane i <laughs> i'm not a big assassination person when it comes to those type of games but seeing that makes me want to go back and play hitman 2. that oh, thing looks gorgeous hey. You don't have to, because if you get Hitman 3, you can just get all the levels from the other yeah, two. <laughs> this is the other great thing about the Hitman games. Yeah. Every game now is carrying over into the next one. It's like, <laughs> now, now one, I've got a question. Do you think they're going to release Hitman 3 episodic again? No, because 2 wasn't. So they, Okay. Um, when they were doing the um, documentary and all that, it's like they said it was clearly 
they thought it was a good idea, but then it was sort of pushed by Square Enix yeah. because they felt it would be a really good way of getting more money out of it that way. And it's like, which turned out, and then Square sort of turned around and said, no, no, no we never said that. That's not us. We didn't. <laughs> it was all on IO. So you can see why they, they were very uh, quick to... Sorry, you weren't making that. a Final Fantasy game. We got confused. I'm sorry. How did your game that we didn't spend half the budget on not make as much money? I don't get it. I don't get why this game <laughs> Fantasy didn't make as much money. It's just bizarre. <laughs> why did this not make 10 million? We spent half a million. Why did it not make 10? They cited um, back at the time. It's like, oh, we spent all this money on the on the game. It was like eighty million. I was like, okay, come on now. How much did you actually spend on Kingdom Hearts three? Like, guarantee <laughs> it was so much fucking money for a game that came out. And does anyone really care or remember it? No one. I have not seen anyone talk about it like it was the second coming of Christ, considering how long it took to come out. And here was poor. IO interacted this small studio. It's like, well, we spent eight million on you. And I would have turned around and said, well, you should fucking waste your fucking money all the time. It's <laughs> like, so, Jesus. It's like, there's no reason to spend that amount of money. It's just Square like to do that and then go, well, if it didn't work, it's because they didn't spend the money we gave them wisely. It's like, well, no, you just don't know how to spend your money properly, quite simply. It's like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. I love hate with Square, and probably more hate these days because it's just <laughs> they are just a, so. How they get away with constantly going, yeah, here's this game. You won't see it for about a decade, but it'll be worth it. Honest, it, it definitely won't make a profit. <laughs> it'll definitely be worth it. Uh, it's all the merchandise with Final Fantasy. I think if it worked for Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't think they'd make any money. <laughs> they go to be fair. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't even my pick. I might say I just wanted to mention. I just wanted to mention Hitman Three because it was lovely to see it. Um, well, it has to be Demon Souls, really. It's like the reason I love the Souls series in any way, shape, or form. Because you know, the Dark Souls series, I can give or take. But Demon Souls felt like this special little secret to be in on back you know, ten years ago. On the PS3, it's like because back then it was a cult hit. It was like not many people played it. It was a word of mouth thing. It's like, have you played Demon Souls? Have you played Demon Souls? And this is before it is like it's not just like the argument now is like it was a bastard hard game. So everyone who plays it and beats it is a brilliant gamer. That is it. It was just like I've never experienced something so challenging and so refreshing and so that is also so old school and very much of the current era and that is why demon souls was so special and i think that gets lost with dark souls where everyone goes oh this is, this is the great game that does it it's like no dark souls is like dark souls is like the fortnight of that series where it's like it came along after someone else did it you know and said oh no no this is actually the, the game that is the groundbreaker this is the one that made it happen it's like but you know, this Demon Souls is the PUBG. That's the one that birthed it properly and gave all the great ideas from that, that little area. And it just has some of the best areas and the best bosses and the best design. It's just it's proper gothic 
horror and oh i love it and to see it by blue point as many expected blue point only doing one game it seems so. yes not not the six rumored one <laughs> uh, of course insomniac did two <laughs> it's like in the it's like insomniac yeah we'll do two it's like uh, that was why I was, when I saw Spider Man, I was like, oh, it's surprising that then Ratchet turned up as well. I was like, yeah. I also told you straight away that it's like, well, there's no way Spider Man is a proper full game, then, is it? That's just, well, no. Spider Man could be a proper full game because most of the assets are done already. So it's just place them sure. in. Play, yeah, doing the story. Because they're not the remaking it for Spider Man. Yeah, the whole thing was like oh, Spider Man oh, yeah. 2. It's like Spider Man 1.5. Yeah, it's like the word it. It's pretty much like it's a spin-off. It's like you know, last light, uh, first light, isn't it? Which one's a spin-off in that one? It's like first, infamous first light. It's like lost legacy for Uncharted yeah, or left behind. It is a small chunk, which you know I can understand why that might piss people off because it's like Miles Morales finally gets to front a Spider-Man game and he gets the, the sloppy seconds, so to speak. Though I do think. Given the way the story has gone in the first in the original game, I think this is just like a bridging gap to uh, it, it, it is him being, either him being the lead in the next one or them both being the lead in the next one. I get the feeling that the whole end of the Spider-Man game leads to Peter getting killed and Miles being the protagonist in that one. So yeah, when we get to that, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Demon Souls, great. <laughs> That was that was that was all I had to say about that. Demon Souls, great to see it. Great to see Blue Point have done a great job in making it look. Oh bad. my god, dude. that that game is a goddamn remake. That is not a remaster. Anybody who says it's a remaster just uh, it's, it's like <laughs> it's very easy to look back in your memory and go, "Well, this doesn't look that much better." It was like you. I literally was like, I went back to my PS3 to look at Demon Souls afterwards. I was like, "Fucking hell, this that is massive." No massive. massive difference. It's like PS2 to PS5 difference. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping because Bluepoint are doing it and they're really good at sort of making games more approachable, you know, for, mm. for modern era and more in line with stuff. I'm hoping they've not only made it a bit more like later Souls games in terms of control, but also taken a bit out of that would give you the options to not quite be that clunky mm. and steadfast and maybe. Play it in a whole different way. That would be cool. I like like that with them. I think they will do that. There'll be options, which will no doubt cause a shit storm when it's like, yeah, you can play an easier version of a Souls game, and all those people will be like, ah, you can't do that. It's terrible. Yeah, the thing with that game too is I don't think I would ever have said this five years ago, but today I can easily say if that game is a launch title, it's a system seller. Like I firmly believe people will buy a new console for that game because well, yeah. of what what those games have done. Despite um, you know, the the up and down opinions on stuff like Sekiro, which you know is one of the games of the fucking generation, it's clear that it it sold well and people love it. You know, mm-hmm. you know despite dissenters, it sold well. People loved it, and you can say that for Bloodborne. You know, no matter what they do, they seem to. Either they'll attract the critical acclaim and they'll sell well because mm-hmm. that's how it goes now. There is this subset of people who are like, yes, I really want to get into this game and really play into it. You know, I don't love all of them, but 
when one yeah I, I i'm with you i don't like all of them either like in all honesty bloodborne and demon souls were really the only two i care about well um, yeah bloodborne's famously one of the ones uh one of the ones i did not get on with which shocks me mm -hmm. still to this day because i was so sure that would be the one that i would love the most because the, the setting the aesthetic of it all i was like oh this this sounds cool it's like devil may cry of this from software games and yeah, it didn't quite work out that way for me. Maybe it's another one of those I'll come back to next gen when they do this remaster. And <laughs> suppose and, another one <laughs> that they're working on. But it's true because, you know, if loading times are, are cut, you know, for games like that, great because that's one of my biggest obstacles of a game like Dino with Bloodborne. It's like the, mm. the loading times were terrible. And just like, uh, you don't when a game like that where you, you're constantly getting killed you don't really want to be going oh yeah i'm gonna wait here for two minutes then and then go back and do the <laughs> whole thing again or oh, i'm dead again now i'm gonna wait another two minutes and do it all again and it, yeah it just doesn't work that's why Sekiro cut down on that and was a more fluid game in my eyes because of that it, was like, it felt like you could do a lot more uh, and uh have the determination to progress more because you didn't have this, uh, yeah, well, there's an obstacle here. I don't really want to wait several minutes to load up again. But yeah, I, I think it might revitalize even what From Software do with their titles if Bluepoint can sort of change things up. A bit. Yeah, that was, that was my pick. Uh, Gary had to go answer his phone, so uh, I guess I'm I'll back. do another. Oh, welcome back. I'm back, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, my other one uh, would be Little Devil Inside. Um, this is a massive surprise to me that it was there. Um, this was a game I backed on Kickstarter almost six years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a long time um it's been so long that they literally have uh the wii u as one of its stretch goals to this day um i don't think that's going to happen now but this game had me very quickly when i first saw it um it's obviously one of the reasons i i backed it on kickstarter um the art design the graphics and like just the 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 way they're going about this game like you watch that trailer, the game, I think, looks gorgeous. Um, it's got a very cartoony look to it, um, but they have so many amazing animations that they've done for it, um, and you can go see the, these animations on their website. Um, I also know that this game is also very hard. Um, when they announced it, they said it's going to be a very difficult game. Uh, not Souls hard, obviously, but a very difficult game. Um, and a lot of the animations and, and the combat in that game just does a lot of cool things. Um, and seeing it here, it's going to be, you know, a PS5 timed exclusive, which is an interesting choice for them. Uh, I wonder how much Sony is paying for that, because this is a Kickstarter game, obviously. But I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch it during the stream. Those who did watch it, obviously, saw it. But it... it 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 really gets me really excited. Uh, I, I was very impressed with that game when I saw it. So, Little Devil Inside, for sure. 
Um, what do you guys think of that game? It's interesting. Um, it's it's honestly it's hard to to recommend it. Like, well, not recommend, but for me to to get into it because, like you said, the art style. And my next game is the other art style that they kind of show was Kenya Bridge of Spirit, and just watching both of them and the different way the mechanics work is like, God damn, which one do I play first? <laughs> or second? I was like, it's hard. Like these games look so damn good. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. But like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in this one, yeah, you, you, you fight with your sword. Obviously you have this cool buster cannon. Um, you explore underwater, you explore snowy mountains, deserts, um, it's not an open world game by any means, but you just like you hunt monsters and stuff like that. It's just so awesome. Um, mm-hmm. they they have a lot of cool things. Like you can climb on monsters, you set traps for them. It's almost like Monster Hunter, but not to the full extreme that that game has. And and the main character is awesome because he's kind of an anime character in a way where he's he's a badass when he fights, but then he's also got these big like anime eyes when he's running away from monsters it's awesome yeah um, yeah sorry continue no it looks good like i said it, it between that and kenna i don't know i i that that was a a difficult choice uh shannon was actually watching it she was watching it and we was on the phone talking and she was telling me like which one would you get and i said i i honestly don't know and she was like why don't you play one and I play the other and then we play when we finish we play the other one and then we talk about it. I said we could do that but I want them all to myself. I want to be greedy. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know. This is a tough one for me. No, oh, I, I personally hope this game comes out soon because I've waited a very long time for this game. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean it's um supposed to be timed exclusive on PS5 first, ahead of PS4 and PC. So that would suggest it should be soon, if anything. So hopefully they've given it a little extra funding. Sony? Uh, I I would imagine they'd helped out for sure, yeah. Yeah, there's hope then. Could be one of those launch titles. You never know. Alrighty, Ben, back to you, I guess. Oh, um, do 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 do. Um, we already did Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I know I'm definitely not waiting for Resident Evil Eight. Wow, that's definitely got to be mentioned at some point. That's for sure. <laughs> But it's definitely not my game. That's for certain. Uh, no. oh, I'm trying to think of what I'm actually more excited for now, to be honest. Uh, what, not Godfall? The game that no one remembers? I mean, I remember Godfall, <laughs> and I, unlike a lot of people, I actually really liked the rap music that everyone complained about. Because... I said no. <laughs> I feel like Godfall like is like, just like the Killzone Chapo for this launch lineup. It would just be like a game like... Yeah, you remember that game? Yeah, no, I don't. I, like, I, 
See, Everybody. I'm excited for Gib. I'm excited for Gibful. I mean, Godful. But I'm also <laughs> not excited because it's Gearbox. So, <laughs> if was any other... I mean, I'll leave that for Gary. <laughs> so, I will have to Gary. go with Project Apia, uh, which is a new <laughs> IP done by um, Square. And it looked pretty good, actually, to be honest. It was a, it was a, a lady who had magic, who was very um, druid-like. And there was like a dragon at the end. It, mm. it looked, it's hard to talk about more about because there really wasn't much showing because it is just a tech demo of a future it, project it, it, that'll it, be out eventually. It, it, it's very yeah. much all about it. We'll see it in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> it is a square game, remember? Yeah. Just remember, <laughs> this wasn't... This wasn't supposed to be here. This wasn't actually supposed to be here. So, yeah. This wasn't supposed to be the tile shown off for the event. It was going to be Final Six 16, but due to problems or something with 16, that they swapped the titles round. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, mm, I worry in that regard. Yeah. Well, it could just be that they didn't render the trailer in time because of everything going on in real life. Could be oh, a simple yeah. thing like that. Get, yeah, given even a trade, it would probably take them a good part of the year. Or, or they yeah. realize that showing a game that's not going to be out for ten years is a bad idea. <laughs> we're not going to get. We're going to get sixteen in twenty twenty two, latest, latest twenty twenty two. That's a bold prediction, man. That's that's six years of development because it started in twenty eighteen. So, like four yeah, or five years. None of this whole. This was an old game. Now it's a new game. Yeah. Nonsense. Like we have with fifteen. So. Yeah. And they use supposedly sixteen using Unreal. So there's that that the engine issue out of the way. You got a decent yeah. team because it's the Heaven's War team from fourteen. So. Yoshi P's not directing supposedly, but as much as I believe that. I don't know if anyone else noticed the fact that he was in the PS5 end credits of the event. <laughs> just because. Yeah. Yeah. He was just there for some reason. Well, it's, a, it's the old executive producer role, isn't it? It's like, yeah. here's the guy who's famous that slap his name on. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I'm expecting Project Avia to be a while, especially as it's the Luminous, Luminous Studio, which is, you know, as we know, the people behind 15. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it it could well be this uh, generation's the bouncer in, in terms of like yeah. it will not be anything like the thing they showed off at the beginning. So, but I yeah, of all the games, I guess that'll be one of mine. As as I said, Gearbox. If it wasn't Gearbox making Godfall, I'd probably got more excited for Godfall. They're not. They're only but, producing it. <laughs> it's being developed yeah, but, by a different studio. <laughs> Still touching it. It has that air. It has that you know, gearbox to it. Yeah. I, I, I want to really quickly touch upon Godfall because I don't think it were, any one of us is going to mention it after this. <laughs> I thought it was going to be at one of Alfonso's favorite games. Oh my god. That's Why that? He gets it paid. He's paid to get delivered by the Fast and Furious developers. Oh my god. It's going to arrive in the Fast and Furious car at his house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was actually kind of excited for that game um, from the little things I saw of it that they showed what off. What bizarre like, oh, world am I in? 
no, no, just listen. And then, you know, they showed that trailer and it had the rap music, which killed it for me, like, instantly. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know who thought it was a good idea to have a game like that with that rap music. I, I don't know who's in charge. Me! Of you? <laughs> <laughs> but then they showed more gameplay footage on the PC game show. And then I saw exactly what I never wanted to see ever again in my life. And that is the fact Marty that Pitchford. it looks... No, thankfully he wasn't there. Um, the yeah. fact that it looked gameplay wise, it looked and it looks like it literally plays just like too human on the 360, and that game was dreadful in every way. Um, and yeah. now I completely turned off by it. <laughs> Wasn't it supposed to be like Warframe in a way where it's like you go around killing stuff to get loot to get better? I that's guess so. Warframe, that's more like what, Anthem and Destiny. No, I'm not talking about Two Human. I'm talking about Godfall. I guess it was something like it was supposed to be like a loot based game, yeah. like yeah. Destiny, but with melee combat and third yeah. person instead. Mm. Um, and I thought it looked cool in the small snippets, but then I saw like more gameplay, and I was like, "This looks like Two Human. I don't want to touch this." Two <laughs> <laughs> games. Um... It seems easier to spot the games that normally pad out a beginning of a generation. You know, the stuff that doesn't really innovate. Yeah. It's just that here's a game that looks pretty, but is pretty much just a, you'll forget about it by the end of the generation. No problem. And uh, there was that one, the Xbox one, where it like showed off it was like, it was all effects and all that. And then it's just like, it was the most clunky back. Is anyone going to pick up Ratchet and Clank? Oh. Well, I think we'll round up regardless. You know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I felt I feel like that's going to be this get gener- one of this game's generation what titles like that. I think if they can take the ambition somewhere that they're showing, if they really, really can do what they did in that trailer, and just pretty much transition yeah. from level to level to level like that, which is given the which was crazy. Everything. Yeah. If they they said this, they said they can do this stuff. And this was the only game of the entire show that really yeah. got that, that really yeah. kept that whole... Really game. show what the SSD can do, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. And this whole fast-loading thing. To, I mean, it got a bit tiny, bit repetitive, and that kind of showed that it was like... Yeah. felt like a demo when um, he's in the whole, oh, he falls again, and he's in this thing. Oh, he falls again, he's in this thing. So, but, you know, as, as a proof of concept... I'm sorry, that, but you know yeah. what I've been a big call as a proof of concept in my opinion for this. And mm. I would have I would I, I don't I don't know if it'd be a full game or a good full game, but imagine if they had made a Doctor Strange tech demo with his ability <laughs> to jump between worlds. Oh yeah. This is it. Yeah. That I would have loved that. I would have loved to have seen Doctor Strange just jumping from university to universities and yeah, the or oh yeah the there's a potential for games in the future. Imagine that, you know, the stuff that No Man's Sky tried to do this generation is going yeah. to be so easy for the next generation where they can literally just like here, jump to the next next universe in seconds. Yeah, it's like that'd be amazing. Just be, even if you played the game before, the idea of it being so instant and so impactful on any game. Think it, it could change so many games for people. You know, they bounced off this game, and it's like, and now you can play that game, and it 
all the, the loading times of non-existent and things just happen right that's probably where the biggest problem will lie in terms of uh, backwards compatibility is just finding how to make it work in certain games where you know loading stuff hides is hidden behind you know like uh, going up this corridor or flying over here it, it's, it's also really... why games are actually going to be a little smaller than the last gen because um to help with load yeah. times game assets get duplicated because the way hard drives work with the way ssd works they're not going to have to need those duplicated files this is it now, ever since that whole discussion with that when my son has been like, watching me play a game i've been sort of pointing out to him where you can tell where a load a load point is in a game where when a game makes you do certain things like when I was playing Dishonored 2 this week, it's like when you go on the carriage rides to certain areas, it's hiding certain things. It's like there's obviously the very obvious loading screens there, where it's like where you transition from area to area. But there, it's like you, you can see it. it about getting rid of things like that, that really is, you know, what certainly it gets downplayed, but that is really where the revolution could be in games when you don't have to rely on creating games that need that. Yeah, we have to design a game to load the next bit. So you have to have this bit where you walk along slowly and talk for a while so that you, the game can load up the next bit. It, you can have a relentlessly paced game that's full of action, that's just full on pumping adrenaline. That'd be amazing. I agree. Yeah. Ratchet and Quank, man. Like, that franchise has never disappointed me. Um, nope. Even even the the weaker games that they released, like all yeah. for one, I I didn't think was that amazing. But still, I liked it. Yeah, it was like you know, like they they take risks in those games. Like whoever thought that they'd do a four player co op game in mm. the Ratchet universe like that, you know, they they take a lot of risks with those games. And like you guys said, I think this demo that they showed for Ratchet and Clank was straight up. A proof of concept of what the SSD yeah, can do. That, that's not going to be a launch game, no doubt about that. No, <laughs> um, that, that is a year out at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be a holiday 2021 title, I think. Was it, or I don't summer know, 2022. I I don't think it, it's that. Far they didn't out. really place it that. This is the thing. I think it's as good as it will be, and it is one of Sony's B tier let's experiment games. You know, yeah. like. Like the last Ratchet and Clank game was, it was like, how far can we remake a game like that? And that was the experiment. And they did it. They put it out to no fanfare. There was no press. There was no promo stuff for it. It just came out and it was cheap. And it probably wouldn't even get, you know, it won't even get mentioned at the end of this generation as being like one of the best exclusives or anything, but it did the job nicely. It's one of the most solid, most pleasant, most pleasing. And engaging games Sony have put out for the PS4, but it's not going to get mentioned because it's not Spider-Man, it's not The Last of Us, it's not Uncharted, it's not God of War, it's not Horizon, it's not. Yeah, it's got the. I mean, that shows the strength of what Sony has, but it's yeah, it's the game that sort of allows the rest of the games to build upon, if you will. That they try some things out, the other games get to learn from that. It, say like Max Payne Three, what Max Payne Three did allowed Rockstar to learn from it 
especially in multiplayer in terms of clans and things like that mm-hmm. to what went on into gta online you know that that really did help them make that game so sometimes that's what you have to do in the studio you have to have these games where it's like your budget's lower but you've got more free reign to sort of mess around what you're doing and yeah and i think i feel like that's what the ratchet and clank franchise is to sony like they don't have to fund these crazy million dollar projects um to get a a a a return on it you know Mm. and ratchet and clank i feel is one of those franchises where they can easily sell over a million copies of ratchet and clank and to them that's probably all profit depending on how much they spend on it i mean Um, the only difference i would say this gen with this coming up is this uh, show was very front-loaded with family-friendly games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, it, when you look, think of the back to the uh, PS4 stuff at reveal, it really wasn't quite like that. Yeah. Okay, we got Knack, uh, but this was very different. You know, there was a clear message of saying, "All right, Xbox pretty much loaded up on horror games and all these violent games and all this. We're going to do that, and we're going to have all these family-friendly games." Because we know that that's Nintendo are making a killing over here with every kind of game going. They've got they're, they're setting ridiculous records, albeit you know in a very unique situation. Yeah. Animal Crossing. We can. Animal Crossing. Woo. Yeah, that they they you know they can tap into. It. They're doing a really it, it's savvy marketing uh, for all the things Microsoft's doing right. In terms of building themselves up to you know new studios and that they aren't taking that market into account and that market is huge you know when you think about it mm-hmm. kids kids love stuff like that when i should i showed um my kids a lot of the trailers you know uh, the day after from the uh sony show not showing them what it was no just a, just here's a trailer from that and the amount of times we're like oh it's that like oh astrobot that boy Ratchet and Clank, this, that, and the they were so, even Horizon, you know, it's like, because my son, you know, he played a bit of Horizon, he watched me play Horizon, he loved that, uh, because of what it had in it, and it's like, so he was so excited when he saw the trailer for the new one, and it's like, they get it, Sony have got the right message going, I think, going into this generation in terms of, yes, we've got games for all audiences, you know, their audience for the adults, for the teens, and for the, the younger kids, perfectly. That that is what you want. That that is what Microsoft cannot do. It seems. But yeah, no, yeah. Ratchet for me is going to be day one. Ratchet and Clank has always been day one for me. Yeah, because it's um, it's a no brain. It will be yeah. good every time. Yeah, you, like you already know it's going to be good. Like there is no low expectations for a ration and claim game yeah. in my I opinion mean, like whenever they announce one like you know it's going to be good because yeah. they know that game so well they know that franchise so well you're going to go into it knowing exactly what you're going to get out of it exactly this is it a seven out of ten is the worst you'll get out of that series it seems yeah easily it, like, and, yeah. and they're clearly being ambitious of this one in terms of what you can do it looks like mm-hmm. you're going to be a showcase Not yeah and you know they they Introduced that female Lombox. Oh, Who knows? Man. Dude, the internet, the porn is just ridiculous. <laughs> the fastest porn design character I've ever seen in my life. It didn't even take oh, like three hours. <laughs> man, if it took 
if it took more than five minutes, it's slow. <laughs> Seriously, we um, made a fan art version of that character in like yeah. a couple of hours, didn't they? After the show, it's like yeah, yeah. Like I, I wonder now, like it, maybe the game is going to have co-op of some kind with, with with this female character in there too. Like who I think knows? It's, it's, like, can you imagine they do co-op and you're playing in two different worlds, but you can cross between the two like on the fly? Cool. That's insane if they can do that with this hard drive. They yeah, probably, but they have the tech to do it now. They do, yeah. I mean, that's actually a good shot, I think. Given you could have, like, um, you yeah. know, Clank, this new Lombax, and then Ratchet maybe having a different co-op partner of his own. Well, yeah. the... It yeah, could be that he is. gets his own different dimension Clank. Yeah, like I mean, how this... You... this <laughs> I mean, this, this one has a female it... Ratchet. They could be uh, Clankette, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to be a robot. It could be something yeah. else, just a more companion. But the interesting thing is, this is um, you know, Rockstar are very good at sort of innovating on stuff that stuff no one really does properly after them. You think of GTA Five and the multi-protagonist thing they had, where yeah. you know, oh, zip between this could well be the evolution of that. And yeah. with the D thing, you could literally just zap between people on different planets timelines uh, that's that's the next step that'd be amazing and probably what will gta 5 on ps5 will do now is that you will be able to zap between characters like that 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 like that probably not online because i don't think any console will make that thing load quickly uh, just, <laughs> to be just... fair that's probably not the console that's probably just the service yeah that's just the service but it doesn't stop. We made a hundred billion dollars, but it's okay. We'll still run our servers on hamsters. <laughs> We're like, well, people are fine. Yeah. Still, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we'll keep it as it is. It's fine. Uh, Good shout on Ratchet. Yes. Yeah. So, look at that. Look after that, we talked about Ratchet more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I can't remember who was who. Sorry. <laughs> I think we're on Alfonso then. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I mentioned, because uh, I didn't really talk about it, Kenya versus Spirit. Um, like I said, when I saw it, I, I was like, this definitely could be turned into a Pixar movie just based yeah. on animation. Hey, um, the uh, people behind it are an actual animation studio. That's why it has that sort of quality to it. Yeah. yeah that game looks at first, I was like, oh, it's like a Pikmin game. And then I saw more of the action, and I was like, oh, okay, this looks really badass. It does, where, you know, she, you have Kenya who has to find these spirit companions called the Rot, and she uses them to enhance their abilities and use them in different ways to move across the environment. And just seeing it, it's just like, honestly, that's, I, I picturing it, I look like something Nintendo would do. I don't. Yeah. I didn't really see PlayStation doing this, but I was impressed. I was like, I must play this, and that's why I was like, that's what Shannon was saying. Like, well, but what about Little Devil? But I said, I like this more. I want this. I mean, I uh, yeah, this, this is the better looking game of the two. There's uh, no, no doubts about. It. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Sweet. Alrighty, Neil then. Oh, Christ, there are more games, aren't there? Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, right, I've got to mention Resi then, haven't I? It, it, it would be against brand not to mention <laughs> yeah. um, that. Bloody again, it, 
Oh, it, again, I was saying earlier how certain thing present uh, reveals suffered for me. So I was working mm. through them. So it was like I saw this, and I saw the beginning of this trailer, and I was like, "Shit, this is Resident Evil 8. And rather than watch it, I knew I had to go and tell my news guy that it was like, "This trailer is Resident Evil 8. Go, 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 go! Do something about it quickly!" <laughs> so, and so, yeah, I missed half it the first time around, and then you know, came back to it after everything had settled down. And it's like, oh my god, witches, werewolves, Resident Evil. The things that have been rumoured, by the way, which um, PSU and Bloody Disgusting had people going, oh, this sounds rubbish, it's stupid, Nobody, that's not what they're going to do, like that, and clearly they are. They're doing Literally this. all of it, all of it was true. <laughs> man, that's a twist for this one. <laughs> but oh man, it, it's like, so back to the Resident Evil 4 style European horror, but with uh, very much... Uh, Awesome. I, I just, I'm really digging the vibe of this one. I, I like games of witches and wills in any way, but this in a Resident Evil game, to actually just think, we don't have to have everything be about fucking parasites and viruses. It could just be that there's other things going on. It probably is still about a virus that makes people into fucking hairy people. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it at least is going there. And you know, the twentieth redesign of Chris Redfield is there. Oh my Look god, at, dude. It's so ridiculous. It's like, and it's like pick <laughs> pick a lane for this character. <laughs> uh but not guy. This is what's interesting. I mean, he's probably not the Chris Redfield from no. what we to believe, but an antagonist, Chris By the way, I don't know about his redesign. I actually it's think not... it's his design isn't that different, really. I feel like it followed. It, I, I looked at pictures of how he's evolved over time, oh. and okay, he has so... followed the pattern, except for the last one. All the oh, others yeah. have sort of followed the pattern yeah. of what he looks like. Yeah, he got bigger and bigger, and then he got small again, and out of yeah. nowhere, he's big again. <laughs> he's still a white man. He he is still the white man. <laughs> that that just, much is the same. I mean, it's just because of you know he had to stay indoors because of quarantine, so he lost weight last time. Now he's <laughs> now he's been able to go out again and get jacked. Well, we know yes. this T virus, lost foggers, that's no problem. But Corona, <laughs> I gotta stay in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna chase the virus, not coronavirus. <laughs> oh no, they've launched the C virus. I mean, yeah. In fairness, if you were gonna avoid a virus, it would probably be the ones that turn people into zombies and mutant creatures, not the one that's like just affects your lungs. <laughs> avoid all viruses, by the way, as a disclaimer. Like, yeah, as as stay safe, and, everyone. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, this is obviously a, a continuation of Resident Evil 7 because you're still playing as the same disappointingly bland hero by the sound of it. But yeah, you know, we love Ethan in the sense of he, he was there, he, he was in the story of Resident Evil 7, but he wasn't really. It's weird to think that a guy, you know, a character in a video game that is the, 
protagonist isn't as developed as a game character that came out in what 1995 96 yeah chris redfield is a less developed character than ethan really but because he's been in so many games he's got more lore behind him so he's more interesting if you will but yeah he looks like chris is on the opposite side i don't know is he is chris on the opposite side we will see but they made it look like that clear yeah. clear there's a whole people turning thing going on <laughs> yeah uh, we shall see it resident evil is at its best when it's hammy but it doesn't lean too far into it so you know resident evil 5 and 6 lean too far into that where it's like we're melodramatic we're going to have all the big action beats and we're a horror game doesn't work quite eight is in first person too right if i'm rightly yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. it's continuing which i'm so glad about Um, i'm actually really excited for this (laughs) Mm. more so than i ever was for resident evil 7. yeah Um, i mean 7 was great in a sense i think because Seven was, uh, you know, such a departure in terms of oh, they're going first person. There's a VR game version of it, and it, that was a big step. And I, it it is mad that people still say that it doesn't feel like a Resident Evil title because it isn't the same stuff. When it is more of a Resident Evil game, you know, mechanically, in terms of uh, game design, than by the way, I'm going. Five. I'm going yep. to call right now on this podcast that yep. if it's not launched, there will be a VR version of Resident Evil 8. I would say so, given they haven't presented this VR headset yeah. stuff yet. I would say that that will come later. But yeah, Capcom yeah. will clearly be like, yeah, we want to do but, that again. But the gold edition of Resident Evil 5, I think. Hmm. I think there'll be like a Resident Evil 8. Well, yeah, they gold. even did it with seven. Seven had a gold yeah. edition as well. So yeah. it, it will happen. Which will it's be fun. like the game re-released, but with VR and maybe some DLC. Yeah. Yeah, I like this whole The Witch, American Way Over London yeah. sort of thing going on. It It's, again, keeping it quite Resident Evil, but in a new way, which is... The greatest thing about Seven was that it was it still had that spirit of Resident Evil in it, but in a whole new way. And this again seems to evolve that. It is a shame that you are playing in first person in some ways, just because it did, like I said, it made the main character less engaging, and less and less relatable. Yeah. I mean, but, that could either be the first person mode or Ethan. Yeah, well, yeah, Ethan is the guy. There's no That's doubt what I mean. It. it could even be the fact that, you know, it's, it's him that made it. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Maybe, yeah. Like, <laughs> I suppose it goes back to, you think of all the characters generally that are, are really popular, they tend to be ones that you see a lot yeah. of the time. With the exception of, say, Dune Guy or Gordon Freeman. And everyone else is like, you see them, and that's why you engage with them. And both of those games characters are weird because everyone can... And Halo, think about Master Chief. You can see him, but really, I don't know. But Doom Guy and... It's funny because they're well known for they're not talking as well. (laughs) In fairness, in Halo, you see Master Chief in cutscenes. 
And it's like, whereas in stuff like, say, Half-Life or even Resident Evil 7, you yeah. don't really see yourself. You are just... Yeah. yeah. Which always makes me wonder, how would Silent Hills have worked? You know, if if you were Norman Reedus, would you would it have been third person? Would, would you have just stayed in first person? Because it seems like it would be a waste of having Norman Reedus in the lead role. Well, yeah. if it was first person, it'd be okay still, because you've still got loads of mirrors and shit, and you'll see them in cutscenes, maybe. It's like, why cast a celebrity in a first-person game? It, I mean, in some really... ways, it'd be very Kojima to do that, because imagine if they if they kept it secret about casting him, and then you don't see him until, like, the final cutscene, and then you realize, holy shit, I'm normal. Yeah, but they've ruined that with the teaser. That's the oh, thing. yeah, but so, I'm just saying, imagine if they had. If, if Kojima had done the Kojima thing. Because well, he it is a Kojima really... thing. Yeah, he did a very Kojima thing this time. He didn't show up. So, <laughs> well, find out he, he was there the entire time. He was yeah. one of those. <laughs> was actually, he didn't know. It's <laughs> like I, I swear I saw him in the Resident Evil Eight trailer. I'm not joking. You know the cut, the other bit where um, it cuts to the hallway with the person at the back. I'm like, I All swear right. that looks like Kojima in a dress. Well, yeah, they already had Final Fantasy Fifteen's Arden in there as well. So. Yeah. I know it wasn't, but it was there for so little time that I, I was like, why is that Kojima in a dress? <laughs> anyway, yes. Resident Evil 8 Village. Somewhere. Well, uh, yeah, I think that'd be some great fun. That's another one that's coming out in January, isn't it? Soon. Yeah. I don't know if it's right. I don't think they gave a date. Uh, they just said early 2021. 20, yeah. yeah. Early, yeah. There you go. So it's, yeah. it's soon. Again, but yeah, yeah, I'm I, I'm stoked. Like you know me, it's snow, so I was on board right away. Yeah. Um, but but it's funny, like watching that trailer, I was like, man, is this Resident Evil or fucking Castlevania? At this point, <laughs> <laughs> you got wish you got some werewolf dude. You got three women who look like the three brides of Dracula over there. <laughs> Just like given all the rumors and stuff and what it looked like and how you know the resident evil engine looks it was like that's how early on i was like yeah, yeah this, this is the trailer we've been waiting for clearly go on go go go, yeah. go uh death is now played by chris redfield who comes in <laughs> <Takes your shit. laughs> so what else have we got left spider-man, uh, Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man. I'm sure there were some other titles that we didn't talk about as well, but oh, yeah, we can round that up in a sec. We'll, we'll talk about Spider-Man last, and then do the rest. Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, it's about fucking time. Yep, <laughs> is what I wanted to say. I've been Spider-Verse for me. Yeah, no, it's been even longer for me. Like I have been calling for Miles Morales for a very long time. Um, mostly because I just got sick and tired of Peter Parker. Um. But Miles Morales has deserved recognition for so long. In my opinion, he's my favorite Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I will say that there was a lot of, you know, quite right um, disappointment at the fact that he isn't, you know, like we're saying, a full that game that he gets to star in. And people were even confused at one point because of a translation by Sony where people yeah. thought they meant it was just going to be a DLC yeah, but I mean, if you've read further into that interview, it was, oh yeah, 
it was quite clear that they were saying that it's basically the Lost Legacy style stuff where it's like, it's not a full game because we're not using new assets. We're not making a game from yeah. the ground up. It's just... Yeah, I mean, this is still going to be like a 10 to 15 hour game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I'm, I'm going to go with Modna. Sure. Probably think... with all the side stuff you can possibly yeah. do. But I get the, the criticism in a sense of it's like, you know, Spider-Man that is you know, black Hispanic will not get a full game. You know, it, it is the Assassin's Creed freedom cry of the series in a sense of it, it, it. The white guy will get the main game, fair enough. And then the guy we thought was going to be, at least in the next game, gets this sort of spin-off side game. What right. I do think is different with this is I think the story is leading to Miles being the main character. I mean, sure, could be proved wrong in the long run, but I think I'd rather that... be wrong and hope it leads to Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. was very. There were some very Spider Verse beats in that, in terms of choice of music, in terms of the stuff they did. And yeah. there, it's like, though I do disagree when someone was like going, "How can they?" not make him have his own main game when he was in this hit movie it's like well no it was a critical hit yeah. you have to remember that it's like spider into the spider verse is like one of my favorite movies ever yeah but it's only a critical hit in terms of like spider-man movies it's like the least successful spider-man movie and and even there like he shared the spotlight in that yeah. movie you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, t- to me, it was at the point where, when they announced Spider-Man for the MCU, like I prayed that it would be Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker. Um, it, not it, taking it, anything it, away from Tom Holland, he's great, but mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be Miles Morales. Yeah, because Miles is just you know a lot of the audience now for comics is that, but the the big thing with that is that. A lot of the comic book audience now doesn't actually read comics. It's yeah. the film universe, you know, that, that is that. But given what they're doing with the next sort of slate of Marvel films after Black Widow, it is pretty much, you know, different areas that you wouldn't normally expect. Maybe Miles is going to get his shot in that sort of universe. But hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it should, because Tom Holland's not getting younger, and though I am, that would be frustrating in a way, because we've never really had a Spider-Man that's really, in in film cinema, got to go beyond a certain point. And there's so many stories you could tell beyond that. But, yeah, maybe that would be the one to do, because, I mean, I was saying earlier, wasn't I, that... um, Given the way Sp- Spider-Man game ended, um, maybe that would be a good sort of jump-off point for Miles to sort of take over the role in the next mainline game. And I think maybe the- this will set the tone for that. And let's be honest, yeah, I-, I I I firmly believe this is just going to lead into the story of Spider-Man Two. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, which I'm expecting to be a very dark one because from what I've been hearing, um, this the story in this one uh, deals with the symbiote a lot. Um, and obviously, if that leads to anything, um, I'm hoping it's Carnage. But I know people want Venom. I just want Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Miles has had you know, his own 
encounters with venom in yeah as well so it it's doable but yeah, yeah. so oh yeah. I, I i'm actually like like you were saying earlier i think spider-man 2 like the actual spider-man 2 is gonna have both of them you're gonna play as both of them um mm-hmm. jumping yeah. between unless somehow they decide to do co-op i doubt it um i think it'll be very interesting to see if they do co-op but it's definitely going to be the two of them i think given how things have gone the fact that when stacy is not been a factor in the game um i think it may be a uh, a four-way sort of deal where mary jane is part of it where pete parker is part of it when stacy is a part of it and miles is part of it and whether they sort of retcon it to mean that gwen is like an extra spider person if you will and mm. do it like that or if it's just yeah you know the two human you know non-superpowered people level doesn't like they did in the last one and the two spideys we'll see but i think we'll get a lot more choices in that one i would love though if uh spider-man 2 does have spider gwen as well that would that would be a good sort of mix then you've got three different powered spider people yeah in, in all honesty as much as i love you know carnage and venom i would prefer them not to be anywhere near it quite honestly i mean i i, I feel like spider-man has so many good villains that they kind of don't really talk or touch upon um definitely but i also feel like they kind of blew their load on a lot of them in the first game um so like i get why you'd want to do venom and the symbiote at least right away because you know that's like in a way his big bad um but i also feel like if you're gonna do venom or even if you're gonna do carnage you kind of have to have venom be on your side just because how much they hate each other that that makes Um, sense because given I mean, do we go into spoiler territory here? But, you know, given the end of Spider-Man, the game, where you reveal who he is ultimately going to be the Venom of that universe, it would make sense that you would team up at some point, you know? So it then lends the question, who is going to be the carnage of that universe? Is it going to be the usual suspect in Cassidy, or is it going to be someone else? I hope it's Cassidy. But, you know, given Venom isn't, who it normally is um mm-hmm. maybe yeah. carnage isn't the normal carnage and they try and tie it to something a bit close to the when home. shall be carnage <laughs> i mean it'll be cool if they do um they they do it where like peter parker is in this game but he's controlled by the symbiote and miles morales yeah. has to stop him. like he just kind of uh, lost his shit because of it yeah what pete is the carnage but, I mean, it's weird. <laughs> he's not like, like I only like... accept I only accept that if we get some emo Peter from Sp- the Spider Man movies. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the only way that would work to me if you were to do that, um, would be if you know Peter looks loses everything, like Mary Jane gets killed, blah blah blah, and then somehow he blames Miles for it and then he using a symbiote becomes the antagonist. Well they could easily have it that Spider uh Peter's training Miles, and then because he's training Miles, he misses something that happens to Gwen. She passes away because of it, and then he gets angry because of it. Mm. You're Mary Jane. In, in yeah, Mary story. Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all possible. 
It better not involve a bridge, though. <laughs> I mean, also, they'll win me right away if the Punisher shows up. They wanted to be a child friendly. St- <laughs> what? He's he's had his issues. Yeah, Plus, it's New York. Yeah. Anybody can show up. Everybody fucking lives in New York in a Marvel universe. So they do. Yeah, and they get the nods to the likes of Doctor Strange and that. So you know. Yeah. I'll only accept it if Eminem is fighting the Punisher, just like in oh, that comic book. But... <laughs> 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 uh. yeah, um, Sackboy, I'm excited. Yes. Actually, four-player co-op. That's like their Super Mario 3D World's take, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. basically with four-player co-op. So. I mean, I, I, I am sad that a lot of the creative tools might be gone, but... Yeah, but that's what Dreams is for now. Yeah. yeah. Dreams is doing that job, so it's like, Sackboy might as well be a mascot platformer, which is... Ma- yeah. Talking about this beforehand with the, the show and saying, well, if they had this guy, they won't have that guy. We're saying, you know, if there's a Crash yeah. game, then they can't have a Jack game. They can't have a Ratchet game. like that. And in the end, we were kind of right, because we got yeah. a Ratchet game. We didn't get a Jack game, we didn't get a Crash game, but we did get an Astro game and a Sight Boy game as yeah. well. It, it's mad. And then we got stuff like Kano as well. So it's crazy. You know, but again, we didn't expect them to lean so far into oh. the freestyle. Yeah, so I'm super excited for, for that game. Um, yeah, what, that? yeah. Destruction All Stars. Um, it's like what even is that? I think it's like Destruction Derby. <laughs> yeah, that's what is I it though? It's by the it's by the wipeout guys as well. Is man. it though? Because there's also people running around for some reason. Yeah, so, I think they're like tar- I don't know. I think it's, they're kind of trying to mix like Rocket League with Destruction Derby. I don't know, but it it looks like they're they're going for a game that's going to compete in that market for yeah, sure. I, I think, thought it was, like, it, I thought it was more like fun. Overwatch meets Rocket League meets Destruction Derby. Yeah, the destruction derby part of it comes in. I think they start in the car until the cars get wrecked, and then they sort of go face to face in person. Yeah, sort of thing. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. I think, yeah, your second. I think your second chance is when you're on foot. Yeah, uh, so it had a battle royale aspect to it, maybe. But yeah, it, it could That's be interesting. Said, Overwatch-ish, because I guess each person has their own unique abilities and stuff like that. Like here, yeah, hero shooter. Oh, yeah, yeah, given the look of every character that is very different, then yeah, there, there's got to be something about that one. That, that's the twist. That's actually, that was pretty cool. Uh, if it's free to play, it could be free to play, uh, seeing as what kind of game it is. I'll definitely give it a shot. I don't know if it'd be free to play, but no. probably won't be full price. Yeah, I think it'll be a budget price sort of yeah. attempt at something. Certainly have been smart with that, to be fair, yeah. even this one, whether yeah, it's a two price sort of system. So yeah, I'd say that's probably in the second tier. We also got Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Yeah. We saw gameplay of that for the first yeah. time. And <laughs> very mixed reactions for Ghostwire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, why is it, why I are you just... playing a, a, a magician Naruto? <laughs> It's good for me. 
It's like, it, it really didn't do anything for me either. Like I was expecting a lot more from the last trailer they showed, even though it was a CG trailer. Like the concept and the way they talked about it sounded really cool. Oh, yeah, this, mm-hmm. the intrigue, the intrigue of that trailer sort of died with what they actually showed. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Uh, the concept still sounds cool. Maybe the game will work, but currently, what they were showing. Just first person know. was a big surprise to me. I never thought yeah. it, it'd be first person. Imagine that. <laughs> Our game is copying the Resident Evil game. Like, hey, Resident Evil succeeded. Let's try it. I'll probably get, I'm probably more interested in it now than I was before, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Because yeah, so. so, I'm a horror fan, and this looks more action-y than horror. There's horror aspects, yeah. but there's a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, paranormal. You look like you played Doctor Strange. So. <laughs> it's definitely something I have to see running in motion yeah. rather than yeah. little quick snippets of the gameplay. I don't want to see how it actually plays oh. out. Yeah, proper segment would be needed, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, timed exclusive on the PS5 as well. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because it's yet another bethesda game it's two bethesda games that are timed exclusives which it makes perfect sense again i was saying before it's like sony had to sing a single player game bethesda like making them but they don't tend to make much of a profit on them so it is it's a sound business deal i do feel like ghostwire is one of those games where if it doesn't do well on the ps5 they're not even going to bother with the xbox Oh, yeah. if it does well critically, uh, I think. so if anything gets a 70 or above, it's got a chance of being ported over. There's no doubt about that. And then there was my guilty pleasure that I'm definitely going to buy, but I'm not going to tell people I bought it. I don't even know why I won't. Was Stray. Why? <laughs> Everyone wants that. It looks amazing. I know. <laughs> you, you play as a kitty, and who doesn't want to do that? But <laughs> Oh, man. Can't complain about Stray. Well, as I want to call it, Cat Stranding. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like you play a cat that delivers stuff to people, to robots, other robots. Oh, I don't know what the hell it is. Like, it's just you're in some cyberpunk world, I guess, and you yeah. play as a cutie. Yeah, yeah, and it's from Annapurna Interactive, and they've made most of the best indie games of this generation. So... That's- those poor hopeless robots. That's the yeah. That's Shannon Game of the Year. It's <laughs> <laughs> an animal I'm 100% for. Um, oh, so you're really looking forward to Goodbye Volcano High as well, then? Shannon is not me. Real animals, not half human people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Goodbye Volcano High, was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually think the art style looks amazing. Yeah, you know, I think the idea of it is really cool. I, I really yeah. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I, okay. I don't know what kind of game it is. Like, is it a visual novel or? Uh, it's apparently a branching narrative type Life is Strange Walking Dead style game. So awesome. Nice. Yeah, so a Life is Strange with dinosaurs. But, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> graphic way looks amazing. The art style is really nice. Yeah. That's coming. Uh, there was another surprise. I would say it was a surprise. Uh, 
Pragmata from Capcom. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck that is. Um, no clue. I thought it was some Yokotaro thing for a minute. Then I was like, when I first saw it, I actually thought it was the new game that Platinum was working on that we saw with the big robots, you know? Seeing the main character, I was like, oh, it's Ludum. That's that's Kojima, isn't it? Yeah, that actually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No idea what this game is or what's it about. but they had me, they actually got me intrigued by it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. one of those one, like I need to see it. Yeah, because 2022 for that one. That's that's a yeah. long way. Yeah, the trailer definitely showed that. <laughs> <laughs> like, who <ooh>, mystery? <laughs> um, there was a game from the creators of White Drifter, uh, Solar Ash. Oh, oh Hyper Light, yeah. Solar yeah. Ash looks pretty cool, I think. It does, yeah. That's it's Hyper White Drifter, yes. It's even got the same art style as well. Yeah, I know. That is also, I believe, a timed exclusive as well. Mm. Um, and of course, GTA Five Game of the Year again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. True sequel to Oddworld, uh, Which as was- they call it. Penciled years ago because I remember this this being a thing, like when there was a it was supposed to be going to be a trilogy and then it became it was going to be a quadrilogy or whatever it is whatever six well, games is. is. Um, Soulstorm is basically it's a remake as was uh, New and Tasty. This, this is Abe's yeah. Exodus. It's a, in new form. Well, no, it's a sequel to that, isn't it? No, it's it's a sequel to the first game. Yeah, ah, like, just regarding the other ones that came out. Oh, uh-huh. no, no, no. It's, it's a <laughs> remake of Abe's Exodus. No, it definitely yeah. isn't a remake of Abe. It doesn't look exactly the same as the last one. Maybe I've watched it for a while, but I, I don't remember the stuff being in this being in Exodus. Well, yeah, remember, it is a remake, so it's, it is, yeah. but a different, yeah, a next generation. So, again, it's different, but yeah, from what anything I've ever read, it is. A remake, remake. Right. but you know, remakes are different too. Oh yeah, it says here. Yeah, Soulstorm is the remake of Abe's Exodus. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of Oddworld, but this game actually looks pretty goddamn good. Um, yeah. Super yeah. violent. <laughs> it's a very violent trailer. They've always been violent, so. Yeah, but they also took a very comedic turn with like Munch's yeah. Odyssey and all that. Yeah. Which they kind of started with. Exodus kind of started the comedian because remember you had that um, magic fart you could control. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this, this trailer was very dark, I, th- I felt, yeah. like music wise and everything. So very interesting to see that. I mean, good on them. Yeah. That's coming. Soulstorm. That's the coming. That is coming. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, apart from Jet, I think it was any other game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jet. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot more games announced throughout the various shows that happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some looked really good. A lot of them, not so much. But 
Oh man, there was just so much filler on so many shows. So much filler. <laughs> and we saw the same game on four different shows with the same footage. I was oh, like, oh my god. That, what is that Dark Souls? <laughs> what, what is that Dark Souls ripoff one? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> god, also, I'm... don't forget that um Destiny 2 had three different expansions announced. And not only did they have three different expansions announced, they announced that they'll be poured over to next gen. Of course, yeah, it's one of the many Control was also announced for next gen. Yeah, uh, Destiny 2 is coming to PS5. We also found out Control is coming to PS5 yeah. as well. Um, Which will be good because they'll show off the RTX. Um, Warframe is also coming, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, um, basically, any of your games are surface games that you're giving money to will be coming over to 5. Yeah, Outriders, Lord of the Rings, Golem. I was actually surprised we still haven't seen Watch Dogs Legion. We actually see, haven't seen it for a long well, time. Now. This date yeah. has pretty much moved to indefinite, so it could, any, it could be out now from now to any time till March. I mean, so. to be fair, to be fair to the game, to be fair to the game, it's just following what's based on Brexit, so... <laughs> you know, when, the, when that game was announced and we were like going on about how... Oh, this seems a bit fantastical, even for Brexit. It's like, and yeah. you see everything that has happened since. You're like, fucking hell. <laughs> 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 I might Legion. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one that I feel I haven't seen for a while now, uh, Dying Light 2. Um, Again, rumors of that game having some problems as well, unfortunately. It's like the zombie games have a second in their name. Deadline two <laughs> have problems. Uh, there's still there's a lot of ne- I think there's a more next gen game announcements than we actually think. Yeah, we got so late into it, and they're like, eh, yeah, all right, we'll do it. You know, it's like yeah, it's like we might well, like dying light. They said very early on, it's like we wanted to make this not just for this generation, but we're designing it with the next generation in mind, given how late we're coming into the yeah. generation. Yes, yeah. and then there's the crazy people who thought we would see Starfield. Um, <laughs> out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> I was watching um, okay. a documentary on Bethesda's history, and they were talking about you know when they made stuff like Morrowind and, like, and how you know, small a team it was and all the things they had to. I was thinking, and then just hearing how they, this ethos led to every game they've made since, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, no way. No way a game like Starfield's getting, or even the Elder Scrolls is getting made soon. Because, I'm yeah, still they, saying, I'm going to say we're going to see Starfield next year. Yeah. I think the difference is they are not beholden to anyone else now. Yeah. Where it used to be, where it's like, you used to be like, oh, okay, we'll have to rush it out. So that's why the game has to be out now, et cetera, et cetera. I think now they're in a case of, well, we could take our time. It's well, like everyone that wants Elder Scrolls Five out loud. I've to- I've been saying this since it got announced. It, you're looking at 2024 earliest for Elder Scrolls. Well, yeah, Give that's if Starfield even comes out before then, because that game is not coming out before Starfield. Yeah, Starfield is first, <laughs> and I, I'm go- I'm calling 2022 release for Starfield. And I think they'll be more careful about Starfield because unlike the other franchises, yeah. it's new. It's the first new franchise in. 25 years as I said and they don't want it to fuck up they want it to be the start of a new cash cap if you will yeah and yeah. I also feel like they're also putting a lot of resources right now 
I think a lot of companies are into mm-hmm. seeing what games are going to transition to next gen when it comes to games of service. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Final Fantasy XIV, like yes! Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online, yeah. Fallout seventy six. I would assume would have to transfer over because that game is definitely uh... as dead as dead once next gen comes out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we know stuff like Fortnite is happening as well. So. Yeah, for, so a lot of these. Think it's so with Fortnite. It's not even like it's being transitioned over to next gen. It's been transitioned over next gen on a new engine because it's going well, to be yeah, Legend Five. But not straight away. It's like not straight away, be... but still. Yeah, but they'll basically because they own the yeah. engine. That's yeah, it, yeah like you just have to like Paladins, these types of games. I'm sure a lot of the studios right now are looking at how because I'm pretty sure they're all going to move over. Like, there's no way oh, they're yeah. going to abandon Elder Scrolls Online on last gen. Well, one way or another, they'll be back. <laughs> so people are able to care. You'll still be able to play it, yeah, because of backwards compatibility. Um, and I'm really surprised of what this. I'm really proud of Bungie. I hate to say this because I don't really praise Bungie much nowadays. Because I, st- I still feel like the split from Bungie and Activision was the worst decision they could make. But, really? Um, yeah, I really do. I, mean, I think every bad decision that Bungie made was involved Activision. No, see, uh, the, Activision helped them a lot more than people think because look at previous expansions. Activision gave them extra teams to help work on the full expansion, so they, they the extra team worked on the DLC so that the main team could work on the expansion. The they gave them a team to work on the PvP. Yes, yeah. Activision made them add microtransactions, but it's only because Bungie went to Activision, asked for more money, and Activision was like, "Well, we've already given you like something like over a hundred million dollars, and we've funded your servers. We're not going to give you more." And then they negotiated the microtransactions based on that uh, yes Activision was is a big bad and it's nice that Bungie is independent but at the same time Activision did give them a lot of help it's not like they didn't do anything they did support them a lot hmm. so yeah look at the Osiris DLC that everyone liked that wasn't done by Bungie that was done by someone another team Bungie just helped with it yeah so uh I'm worried about how the future of Destiny will be with just Bungie on its own. Especially because they're split. Because remember, they're not just working on Destiny, they've got a new IP to work on as well. Sure. I think, again, I think this is why you'll see a lot more studios to stay independent. uh, The tech is easier to get into than now. That's all we've ever heard, especially about the PS5, is is it's easier to work with. And that's considering they said that about the PS4. I mean, that is coming from the ps3 which is like you know trying to solve 20 rubik's cubes at once <laughs> but here you know it's, they're saying this after the ps4 which was like the easiest they've made it in ages but Obviously, but still limited to their engine because they're still using the same one yeah but they had the technology now to say well, yeah. times are left for problems you know they can reproduce stuff well, i remember i can't remember i think they've they lowered it for Destiny 2, but I remember them talking about when they wanted to edit the maps in Destiny 1, it would actually take them a full day for the map to render on their at their office due to the engine before they could yeah. edit it and then take another full day. <laughs> so, so, sorry, just as a, a sort of closing question to this whole yeah. PS5 uh, reveal thing. Of course, we saw that two versions of the console were revealed. I was uh, going to bring this up soon. Yeah. Yeah. 
one of them of course was the digital version now this makes sense in a lot of ways because you know as i think the last year 60 odd percent of sales were digital on ps4 but the other side of that coin is you had things like we go back to this uh, activision thing of games that are so ridiculously large that you can't have more than 10 games in your system if you happen to play a certain selection of games or if you like to play uh, modern warfare just that one game yeah I mean, a, uh, speaking of that last <laughs> patch was 86 gigs yeah 86 <laughs> goddamn gigs <laughs> did you remake the whole game it wasn't supposed to be like, it was only supposed to be 30 gigs it's like what 30 gigs <laughs> But you've got 110 that you've already taken up in the <laughs> so, so that I mean Hitman uh, suffers from this a lot, but then that's because it's two games in one. So yeah. it's like I, I give it a slight pass that it's over hundred gig at that point. It's like okay, it's the first game. But I'm hoping that Sony are confident that all this new stuff will mean that people can condense these games down a bit. So they're not quite. I mean, the other thing is that games should download quicker, hypothetically. So if you really wanted to play a hundred gig game, it's not going to take you an entire day to to get it on. Um, I mean, we're definitely PS3 era of like you know, it's like, oh, this game is thirty gig. Well, I'm going to sleep now, and hopefully by lunchtime tomorrow, it'll be ready. Um, (laughs) But now we had that same problem away because now the games are like four times that size uh, and it needs to be addressed really, for me really... it's never been the download because the download's taken a while yeah but it for me on ps4 it's the installation of the download so like, oh it's it, oh it's that, like with some of the patches where it's like oh it's, oh, it's patched in 30 seconds that's cool oh we're there 20 ironically, minutes later yeah ironically one of the champions of making things quicker epic is uh their game engine is the one that seems to take the most time to do that yeah uh, it's like I've noticed that like, with Fortnite patches, where it's like, oh, okay, we'll install this four gig patch really quickly, and then you're gonna have to wait the fucking ever <laughs> for yeah. the next bit. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, but you already installed. <laughs> so like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, I really. No, I, it's done. I'm, I'm like, with you there, though, Neil. Um, I think it's great to have both. Um, yeah. yeah. Because there is that big movement to digital now. Uh, mostly, I just feel it's because people are lazy. And they'd rather just get a digital. Lazy. <laughs> right. And honestly, here's a very good example of that for me recently. I own Dishonored 2, yeah? In physical copy. I've owned it for about a year. Because uh, I got it again cheap. The only reason I actually played it again, because I could download it off PS now. <laughs> that was it. And, and <laughs> that's why I ended up playing it. It was like, because. Yeah, okay. While we're talking about it, okay. I'm going to go each one of you and see which one will you get. Alfonso, digital or physical? When it comes to, yeah, disk drive or not. I'm buying both. Okay. <laughs> well, for, all right, let me explain. Well, I'm buying, I'm buying the one with the disk, and Shannon's buying me the digital one. All right. Well, okay. Still, okay. <laughs> uh, Neil. Um. Yeah, it's going to be the disc drive version just because I'm a film nut and uh, I have so many films I prefer to watch on physical media. I mean, I can get my Dawn of the Dead collector's edition probably just before that oh, concert nice. comes out. So, and that'd be in 4K UHD. So, 
I like having a disk drive for that sort of reason. Gary? Uh, it's also going to be disk drive, if I can. I feel like the disk drive version is going to be less available than the digital one when it comes out. Um, I'm going to say the opposite. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's mainly... I don't think... It, uh, this will be weird, but I don't think it's going to be a supply of Sony. I feel like there's actually going to be a less supply of the disc version, as you said, from Sony to the stu- to the companies. But I feel mm. like physical media stores are going to try to stock less digital just because of the fact that you know it hurts on their business. So they're going to try and make yeah. it a limited stock because of it. Oh, GameStop mm. at, at all won't even sell it. Like we, we don't want to sell PS5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah, yeah I pointing to them again. What's that under that whole box of the, the this version we've got? Oh, all right, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna lose a lot of money because yeah. of that. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I I disc for me for sure. Mostly, I think the big question for me between the two right now is how it is gonna handle backwards compatibility. Yeah. In all honesty, yep. like yeah. we can say that, yeah, all your PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible. That's fine, yeah. um, but I still want to know how it's going to work. Um, mm-hmm. Can I just put my disc in and start playing? Yeah. Or is it yes. going to put in my disc and then download the digital version, and then my disc is going to be? Yeah, and I mean that, that also yeah. goes you back know? to storage size thing because so many physical copies now are basically taking up a huge amount of your disc, your space on your drive anyway. So it's like. What's the point of getting a disc when it's doing that anyway? Which is well, every really game unique. does that. Every game does that. Yeah, I know, I know, but in, in terms of consoles, anyway, a physical disc will take up less room than, say, a digital one in most cases. Whereas, no, say, if you're on, no, no, it's only if you're on PC do you really have the case of here's a disc, mm. it's got download code on it. That's it, and it's like mm. so it where it becomes redundant, and they've moved over. That's fine. But the biggest thing, other than size, that they have to address with digital yeah. next gen is the price. Yep. No yep. game should be costing $60, $60 quid on the store. Yeah. They want it. That's the case. And I know that, unfortunately, the bad thing about it currently is that if 60% of the people are buying things full price, then it doesn't matter, does it? Because they can say, well, enough people buy it like that. We can sell it like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Given the way things are going in the world and you know how people have less money, I think you need to make a statement about, well, if you buy it digital, it will be cheaper. It should be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. It should be at least 5 to $10 cheaper. You're spending less. You, you, know, you haven't got a physical copy in your hands. It's like, it's not the only guilty pie, I might add. It's like digital films, when buying, don't tend to be yeah. any different price to start with and it's like so it, it's not yeah but in their terms you can rent a film you know yeah and it's cheap it's like and you're done with it so again that's likely but that has been a rumored thing so maybe having a game for a short period of time is a thing that happens with this generation and they still make some money off stuff we'll see i will i i have we have you done gary uh kind of yeah yeah i was just gonna bring up the like in the future wise like future going into it like if if for some miracle that the ps5 will become backwards compatible with ps2 ps1 
and I doubt it'll be PS3, but theoretically, if I say PS3 as yeah. well, yeah. like how would the discless one work compared to the disc one? Because like if it's gonna be backwards compatible with all those, can I just put in my copy of you know Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence and play it from PS2? No, if that's the case, that's fine. But if like if they're gonna do digitally uh, going backwards to all those games, I would assume that they would also have to release those games on PSN. Yeah. So people who don't have the disc version would be able to play those. Otherwise, if like two years goes by and they're like, oh, we're announcing backwards compatibility for PS2, but only for the disc version of the system. People are going to be pissed because yeah. they, they well, bought no. the discless one a long time ago. This is still a problem with if that was a so, thing, chances are they'll sell. Uh, I, I know this will sound weird, but they'll probably sell a disk drive add-on. Fine, but I'm just saying theoretically, like that yeah. obviously could happen yeah. easily, you know. Yeah, and the people cool. who didn't get the disk one are going to be pissed because they can't play these backwards compatible games, unless of course Sony miraculously re- releases this massive lineup of PS2 games on PSN, which because license, yeah, the- yeah, license. Uh, so that to me future wise is kind of what i'm also thinking like i i doubt day one is going to be compatible backwards compatible with anything but the ps4 Um, i still think it's only going to be ps4 going forward anyway Uh, i just think i think it's wishful thinking for ps2 and ps1 let alone ps3 um for anyone that wants to know if anyone wants to know the person that leaked you know the conference this week and the date and time did mention that the uh it would have backwards compatibility so that'll be great like i will definitely love that um especially when it comes to games that i obviously can't afford to buy anymore like if you if you go and look at some the prices for ps2 games that i don't want to play like they're like 300 dollars. like if i could play that game digital if i can buy it for 15 20 dollars digitally and play it i'll be more than happy to do that because i can't afford to buy the the ps2 game right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about the harder to get uh, games on Xbox's backwards compatibility, they tend to cost more if they're physically based. Like the Orange Box or um, Silent Hill HD Collection, as awful as it is, both of those games you have to pay at least twenty five quid to get to on your console. Then that's fine. I'd be more than happy to yeah. pay that rather than pay the two hundred dollars it's worth physically. But then you think back to what you're you were saying earlier. There's a discless version of that console, mm-hmm. which means you can't yeah. buy those games as a result because you have yeah. to buy the physical version to get it. It's like so. It's like there is the muddy water in that one, as you were saying. It, it makes it difficult to. They have to find a way of doing it digitally. And I think emulation of some kind is going to be the way they do it if they do it. Yeah, like they they would have to that, or they would have to add them on PS now. Um, I, that, that's also the big question mark for me right now. Is like, where does PS now stand um, mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, your system being backwards compatible? Uh, how is it going to transition to, you know, the PS5? Like, what improvements are you going to make? Because you're going to have to start competing with Game Pass at this point. Well, this um, is it. I mean, quietly they're doing it. Mm-hmm. The PS4 stuff is all you know downloadable. Plus, you have the option to stream games older than that. Yeah. I mean, and if they make the... I mean, the PS4's biggest problem, I think, and even the PS3 was like, 
it's not the healthiest in terms of connecting to the internet a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. But I think if they could fix that and the new tech involved makes it less of a problem, then the streaming aspect becomes, you know, natural. And then you can probably stream like a PS1 game or a PS2 game, no problem. Yeah, I think that. that's the best way for them to do backwards compatibility with those those yeah. systems. I it, say, it's through PS now. I mean, recently I played um, uh, the PSP God of War games, you know, the PS3 HD versions of them mm -hmm. on PS Now. And it's like, sure, odd start here and there, but I didn't feel I'd lost anything by playing them that way. I completed those games, loved it. Love doing it, but so it proves, and this, this has only been workable since I've managed to make my internet more stable. My internet's already powerful, but the main problem is that it's never been very consistent in terms of how the uh, speed stays. So you know, if it it could be seventy uh, megabytes per second, but it could drop down to like thirty, and that counts weirdly like a disconnect. So you can get dropped out of the game despite having a connection. Uh, so it's less about speed being a problem. It's more about reliable, consistent uh, internet connections, which is you know, very tough in the last few months with more and more people on you know, internet systems having to work from home and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like, And obviously with PS Now, they'll have to... I would hope they'd up the resolution on because right now, PS Now, the highest resolution is 720p. Oh, yeah. on, I mean, on those games, so like, they would have to move up to at least 1080. The problem but with yeah, that, though, is so. speeds. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's not going to be running natively on the PS5, yeah. so the loading problem remains. So, well, yeah. you say that, but it depends on if they just remember the PS now was originally just PS3s in server racks, it so, still is. I mean, yeah. it is, you know. It, to play those games is that's, that's what I mean. So those aren't running natively, so you're going to have yeah. that problem. But I'm talking about if they add PS5 titles to PS Now, then chances are that you'll have the loading buffs. And I reckon a lot of the um, cross uh, cross generation titles will get yeah. upgraded to the PS5 version, so that they can and make the PS4 those. titles probably as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the PS4 versions will get upgraded to the PS5 versions on PS Now, so that they are smoother running and it'd be a really really good advertisement for how well that can work especially when it's like well you're not losing out much your stuff's saving quickly and you're loading quickly you don't have to worry mm -hmm. so yeah that's that that's my take on on the two versions mm. um i know i talked a lot about backwards compatibility but i feel like when it comes to the disk drive that's really where the big question for me is yeah that and i'll problem yeah i this is my blu-ray player so i don't have like a standalone one so this is how i watch blu-rays is yeah, my ps4 yeah. now so that's how i'll do mm -hmm. it on ps5 as well and you know that's the thing it's like i didn't really buy blu-rays and you know, i had one yeah. blu-ray the whole of the ps3 generation like that because i got it that was casino royale that came with my playstation and every years i didn't actually play it because i had a normal dv um but yeah in the course of the PS4, I've ended up building quite a collection of Blu-ray stuff, and you know, I now sort of upgrading to the 4K UHD stuff just as we're coming to this next generation of consoles. Though, to be honest, if you you can watch 4K movies on a PS4 if it's a digital copy or a streaming version, you know, 
that's fine. Um, because, you know, I recently bought, rebought the mummy well, in 4K HD. <laughs> 4K HD. Just, and it's oh, lovely. Yeah, I also have to think that companies who are going to start releasing collector's editions are going to have to release two versions of them. Um, because you're going to have to probably release one with a disc and one without a disc. They'll probably just release yeah, about this. You know, what I was that? Yeah, this yeah. is another... Going back to... Um, what Blu-rays used to do it was like where you'd have a digital copy included. I think that should be the norm. Yeah, yeah, is, for sure. Yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent. It should be a digital copy as well. Absolutely. Uh, like, that, but I don't know because then you'll have the issue of people selling off the digital code and keeping the physical. Yep. Or vice versa. But yeah. at the minute, unless they employ a, a setting into the digital system, that means that you can sell off your digital copies. Oh. What, what if it just doesn't do a code? What if once you put the disc in, it automatically gives you the yeah, digital copy? It's yeah. like the digital copy is yours. If you give away the disc, yeah. it's fine. But you don't get the digital. Much like you do with DLC codes, you know? So once it's spent, mm. it's spent. That's it. You Sometimes you get lucky with those in second-hand markets where someone hasn't used the DLC codes for games. Sometimes you don't. They never price them accordingly, I might add. But anyway, that, that's something they'll have to think about. Especially if they're trying to push digital as a more uh, a forward thing. Yeah, because yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, I bought this collector's edition with this cool statue. It comes with the disc and everything. Like, they're going to have to do the same thing because, like, you're not going to screw over somebody who only has the digital version. Well, chances are they're just going to. Gonna... Chances are they're just going to make the collector's edition digital versions. Yeah. Yeah. You'll just get digital code with your collector's edition. You won't get an actual disc. Hope not. I yeah, I hope not either. I want my steel books. <laughs> no, you'll still get. You'll get. Yes. No, you'll still get in a case. You'll just get a inside your steel book. There'll be a case? piece. Of, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, it's not it unusual. Weird. It sounds weird. I know. But my XCOM two PC copy is like you know it's it was a case. But there's no game in it. You know it's yeah. a code, but I still have that case because I bought it like that because I wanted a case for the game. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason i got it and that's yeah. probably how it's going to go next gen with collector's editions to be honest yeah um, they're um, to be pc like and i think i'm not for that at all yeah i mean it could be that it becomes more like film and uh vinyl where it's like uh you you know it's a collector's item literally is a collector's item not mm. just like i'm a gamer so i go buy everything sort of thing where it is currently now i think it'd be a case of if you're really into this and you appreciate it as an art form and you get this collector's edition, not just get a collector's edition of a game you haven't actually played, you know nothing about, you know? It's like, yeah. I will buy, I will spend 80 quid on one film as collector's edition because it is so special that it is now in this remade format. Or but, it could go the gearbox route where you don't actually get any game at all. Yeah, it's like... Here's the cut so, edition of, a, of Borderlands. By the way, you don't get a copy of Borderlands. It's fine. That's just merchandise. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's not a collector's edition if you don't have the product in. in, in <laughs> just, that is just, here's a pack of merchandise. This is a loot box, effectively. <laughs> Ironically. Know. Which the loot box, by the way, I bought came with the game. <laughs> um... I think there's one more thing we should quickly. Hey, I, I haven't finished mine. You didn't ask me oh. what version I'd buy. 
my bad digital digital version well i'm going to buy a digital and then you also buy another digital one is just going to be for final fantasy Just uh, for 14, that's it. And then oh, yeah, the other to be honest, different. that's all my PS5 is going to be used for, really. So, <laughs> are you dreaming of Final Fantasy 14? No, I'm just dreaming of SS- even faster SSD speeds than mine. <laughs> I want to load even faster into dungeons to sit around and wait for people to load into dungeons. That's actually, that's actually a really good point you bring up. How is this going to affect crossplay now? Mm. Like, if my SSD is like lightning fast speed loading into a game i gotta wait fucking seven yeah you'll have to wait yeah <laughs> that's gonna suck man i mean it's quick no wank while you wait for your friends <laughs> <laughs> here's me playing fortnite i the the map's already finished and i just barely load it in <laughs> i mean yeah, I know it's whenever i play with my son he plays on switch and i play on the playstation yeah. he's like you look up at me and i was like Oh, you're already in the bus. Right? You're going over, and it's like he's still waiting. It's like, it's like that's gonna suck with these SSDs, man. Like, <laughs> that, kid, that kid has got a better fucking uh, record on Fortnite than I do, and he's on a console that is massively crippled by its hardware. <laughs> so he, he, him on the Switch is far better than I am on PlayStation. So Can you imagine that <laughs> like, cross-play with uh, Minecraft. And the person on the PS5 has completely filled up the island and built a like a house and a tower by the time you've loaded in. Then it crashes because you t- loaded. I don't know. I mean, again, going back to the Switch, if you have like um, special skills, like you yeah. know, like the Switch has like a, a Mario mode uh, yeah. version of Minecraft, and that takes forever to load up compared to the rest of them. It's like that, but yeah, it's yeah, I think. That's where the Switch might be left behind, which is probably where they'll uh, suddenly go, oh, here's this new, more powerful Switch. The point. Switch Pro. This new new, new Switch. New well, Switch. That's been, it's been rumored for a while now. Yeah, and I think yeah. they're just waiting for the other consoles to come out and upgrade. The Switcheroo. Them. It's like... It's like yeah. I, don't, I don't call the Switch Lite a Switch, in my opinion. The whole point of... The reason why it's called Switch is because you put it in and it switches between handheld and TV. It, it, if yet, you get rid of that, it's not really a switch, is it? Well, that's what Just, the light is, basically. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I said the light isn't a switch, in my opinion. It's like the whole point of so, the switch was so you can switch between portable and hand. Yeah, portable and hand. Portable and, you know, TV. Portable. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alrighty. Digital for you then, Ben. Yeah, digital. Nice. Um, and that brings, I feel like we should touch upon it for a second, um, yeah. not for too long, but price. Um, yeah. Obviously, price wasn't announced. I don't expect price to be announced till at least August at, at the latest. July. Um, you think July? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there have been some websites that have listed it. Um, Play Asia had it up for $700, um, which is a lot, I feel. Um, yeah. But then Target also had an ad that went up that had the disc version at four ninety nine and the digital one for three ninety nine. You couldn't pre order them though. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I think three. I think I actually think four ninety nine uh, is gonna cost them a lot. I think they're gonna lose a lot of money on that. I'm expecting at least five hundred, or not five hundred, uh, six. Five. Um, the console costs four fifty to make. So 
So they'll be making money then at four ninety nine. No, because then you've got the like the packaging and delivery and all that lot. So they'd still lose some money at four ninety nine, but I think that'll be enough for the, it'll be a, an amount that they could eat. It's probably going to cost I, like five thirty, I mean, five forty. I would love four ninety nine. That's an ideal yeah. price for me easily. I personally think it's going to be six hundred. I think it's going to be five ninety nine. If they Simply do because that, that SSD is costing them a lot. I get that. Them. I get that, but if they do six hundred, that's PS3 all over again. Yeah, but I think look at the market nowadays compared to the PS3. There's so many more expensive electronics than there used to be, and then you've got to go with inflation as well. So I know it won't be six hundred because of people complaining about the six hundred price tag. But in realism, it would be an understandable price. Because so, then quickly, then like let's just, just do the roundtable. You think it's going to be four ninety nine? What target listed it as? Uh, no, I think it's going to be five forty nine for physical for the disc, and four ninety nine mm-hmm. for digital. Fifty dollar difference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you, Neil? Uh, it's being right back. Oh, okay. Okay, Alfonso. Nah. Uh, I I feel four hundred for digital and five hundred for physical. So what target had it listed at? Yeah. yeah. So a hundred dollars for a disc drive then? Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, it is a four K. I mean, it's four K. Yeah, it's a four K UHD. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, but those don't <laughs> cost that much when it comes to actually making them compared to an SSD. So. Oh, uh, okay then. Oh, what about you, Neil? I mean. On the one hand, I've, I've got no choice. It's like, I'm going to have to buy it, whatever. But pff, I would like it was not as much as the PS3 was. <laughs> yeah. I would also like it to be, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, just getting a new TV soon anyway to sort of set ourselves up nicely for the next gen. But primarily, yeah, I would, if it's less than 600 quid, for the, the disc version, I'm happy. I, I say that through gritted teeth. In a sense of I don't really want to spend because you know, for me I have to get that and the Xbox Series X for work. So it's like I don't really want to have to spend more than a grand on both, you know. But do you really? <laughs> I mean if, if the Xbox if they do a disc discless version, yeah. I don't have to worry about I'll get the disc version because I don't have any fucking discs really apart from Hunt Showdown. So in, in, <laughs> it's, like, it's fine. But yeah, uh, ideally, if it's a, a 400, 500 uh, deal with those two, great. I, I feel that's what it will be. But it does seem like it's a game of chicken between the two companies now to see who says what price wise. Yeah. To... yeah. Um, I actually think the Xbox is going to be more expensive. Uh, hmm. Probably by like, Fifty to twenty-five dollars, uh, not by a hundred at least. I mean, oh, it's going to be. Yeah. A, I think the Series X is going to be a lot more expensive than the PS Five, but Microsoft will do a swing with the lockup, which will be a lot cheaper than the PS Five. Just yeah, I I feel like you're right. They are playing chicken. I think they're waiting for each other to announce the price because you know whoever announces it, the other one is going to undercut them. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, the, I, 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 I mean, I think the important thing here is that Sony have said 
uh, announced the console that has actual PS5 titles at launch. Yeah. It's like so, unless they're like wildly different in price, you know, given Sony's already huge lead and backwards compatibility, do you really see it mattering? What the price yeah. is? Because oh no, not really. Microsoft um, would have to get massive loss to, to I, I mean, that's the only reason they got into it in the first place, is because they took a massive loss on the 360, yeah. the Xbox One, the original Xbox, to get into the industry in the first place. They've never made a profit on a console. Itself. Yeah, but that's the thing with them. Like, they they don't care. They can afford to lose that But way. the thing is, though, Sony... they're not going to price the Series X like that because they've already said multiple times that the Series X is a premium product. And they've even said yeah. that they don't expect it to sell well this year. But if the Lockhart rumor is true, I'm going to go, it's going to be one of the first ever consoles launched under $300. Possibly. Possibly. Because the Lockhart is so much weaker than the Series X. Yeah, it uses the same components, if I'm brightly, but really, really scaled down. It, it depends. I think it's, do, it's about a five teraflop machine if i'm brightly from what the leaks were saying it's what is the point um, there it's because it only runs it runs all the xbox series x games but at 1080p yeah but then all the xbox series x games also run on the xbox one x yeah because they are the, releasing any games look, for the series x till god knows yeah. when um so but yeah the lock is supposed to be like a cheaper model so and this is it again the naming that approach it just seems really pointless you know it's like yeah. they made the most powerful console of the generation it still didn't make themselves any better than the nintendo switch you know so the nintendo switch wiped the floor with anything microsoft put up yeah. and they put up the most powerful hardware and i will buy an xbox though if the rumor is true for one thing though I, I, oh. I'll say this here now. I will buy, if this rumor is true, I will buy an Xbox day one. Day one. Yeah. But only what from is... Japan. <laughs> <laughs> because there's rumors that Sega is publishing the, the next Xbox in Japan. I don't know. That would feel like dirty in a way. Why, why, why would they risk their own money to publish somebody else's console? Well, it wouldn't. Well, it'll I mean, just be their name. It won't be. It'll be made by Microsoft still, but it'll be Sega's branding. Yeah, and I would love fact, a Sega it. Series X. <laughs> I mean, I'd be the one paying for it if they did it. They'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, we'll use your name so, for brand recognition." Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll order one from Japan and just have it. Yeah, yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> it's like I naming. It. It's, like, it's like naming Nazis to the far right. You know, it makes it. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't see Microsoft doing that. They're they're way too proud of their Xbox logo to to do yeah, that. They know they sell like shit over there. Yeah, it's so still at the same yeah. logo. It'll just have Sega written underneath the logo instead of Microsoft. <laughs> Interesting. It'd be odd um, because you know, it's like Sega had nothing to do with it. You know, it's, it's just like <laughs> this is a rumor, like, by the way. But yeah, it's a rumor. That's why it's always wrong me wrong because it's. Don't see why Sega would do and it. And Sega, of all the big Japanese companies, like maybe if you're releasing an arcade system, yeah, you'd want to go with Sega. I mean, I laugh because it make my well. That's the that's the rumor, isn't it? Because they're planning they're, they're say, saying that Sega is supposedly using some of the hardware 
from the Xbox in their future arcade cabinets. So oh, for their like, cloud stuff, yeah. Yeah. But the cloud stuff's apparently their own stuff. So it's like yeah. so like, what to believe is the question. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, it would be odd. I would be happy only in the sense of that I would be proved right on my wild card for this generation was yeah. that Sega would be back in it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, a very monkey's paw sort of way of doing it <laughs> and don't forget that sega and microsoft have a history together in a way because um the sega dreamcast ran windows os mm. and the original pla- original plan for the xbox was actually going to be backwards compatible with the dreamcast but they had to scrap the plans because microsoft were worried because of how easy the dreamcast ended up being to be you know hackable that yeah. they were worried that if they added Dreamcast support to Xbox with the GD ROMs, that the Xbox would become a lot more easier, yeah, unsecure. So that's yeah. why it got scrapped. But the original plan was the Xbox was going to be a, f- a second part of the Dreamcast, really. One of those so, mad boys, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be in the universe where the Sega, the Nintendo Sony thing was real, followed by Microsoft and Sega. I just want a universe where the Dreamcast <laughs> succeeded. Man. I love that fucking system. <laughs> you have the, I love the Dreamcast. That was, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it was like the last traditional sort of console to fall yeah. in love with. I miss that thing. Mm. That's so many fun games. Yeah. Like oh, Power man. Stone and Sonic oh, Adventure God. and Shadows. Capcom over there is like, oh, Power Stone. Let's not do anything with that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, let's not forget, this gen is still not over. No, yeah. No. We're getting some crazy games to end this year. Last of Us 2 is next week. Yeah. By the We've way, Ghost Shima. Yes. Last of Us 2, who has looked at the Metacritic here? Not me. Uh, um, I didn't look at it, but it was shown to me. Okay, do you know what it is right now, <laughs> at this moment? I do. At this moment, I do not know. Okay, well, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do a Metacritic game right now for today, because <laughs> might as well. Um, I don't think we should do The Last of Us. No. We're going to do The Last of Us. Yeah, but we're I not going to include Neil. That. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we're not going to include Neil because he already knows, and he's winning anyway. <laughs> well, it, it can only be like one of three numbers at this point. <laughs> it either went down or up from what the last number was shown to me. That's fine. Which was which was on Friday. <laughs> That's fine. Because uh, yeah. the other two games that we haven't even got scores, so Minecraft Dungeons and Void Bastards still don't have Metacritic scores. <laughs> You will not get a Metacritic score for Minecraft Dungeons. Nobody sent out review copies for the PS3 version. No, they didn't. PS3 version? No wonder. PS4 version. (laughs) That's a Microsoft-owned studio. They're not going to give you free copies of the PS4 version. Review it on their system. Uh, See, I want to go with Last of Us because, yeah, Alfonso. 92. Gary. Ninety-five. It took so long that I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go with two. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> uh, Neil, I know you've seen it, but just give a number anyway, just because. That's that. Uh, well, let's go check Metacritic, I guess. Last. Last two. I oh, didn't pop up on Metacritic. Has <laughs> been reviewed at Ben. <laughs> God, I wonder if I am right. 96! You're right! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? It's not like what? it was on all the advertising where everyone's score was written or anything. <laughs> so, Neil, you're in the lead with 11 points. You gave him the points? He knew the number! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I gave him the points because he's not going to be on for another, what, six months probably? Sorry. It's bad enough he's been in the lead since the last time he was on. <laughs> Fine. You know what you say, that, Gary? Look, now you get an extra point. You're now at 12. <laughs> no, not 23. That's unfair. 12. What do you think the lowest score is? That's what I want to know. We're all the same score. 888. <laughs> what do you think the lowest score is for The Last of Us Part 2? Uh, I've got about 60 something, probably. Gary? Uh, 72. Alfonso? <sighs> I'm, I'm going to go with 76. Oh, we're going in detail. I'm going to go with like 62. All right, Gary's right. 70 was the lowest score. Uh, IGN Japan. Yeah. And Gaming Bible. You know oh what, Gary? You know Gary? I like you. <laughs> so, to be fair to you, I'll give you half a point for that. Wow, thank you, Ben. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> That's like the smart point that nobody wants. <laughs> but I'll take it. So currently, Gary is in the lead of the three of us with eight and a half. <laughs> then it's Alfonso and me at eight. And then Neil steaming ahead with 12 points. Go, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and I read the rules so I can do anything I want. I mean, it wasn't scored, but if, if you'd gone for a lower scored review, I, I reckon Vice would have had it because they sound like they absolutely fucking hated it. So. Oh. oh, bless them. I mean, to be fair, I would have probably given it a bad score anyway as well, so. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, my God. What about we need, uh, British G GQ hasn't finished their review yet? That's the guy that had dinner with Neil Druckmann for later. Oh, don't slip me, give me a high. Oh, wait, no, they don't do wait what? So far as the credits roll on my second playthrough. I can yeah, he doesn't, they don't do scores. They're just unscored. Wow. Reviews. I was going to say, because, yeah. If, you, if you're through your third playthrough, you, you should give a score. Uh, yeah, Game Revolution, Gaming Bible, and AGN Japan all gave it 70. Um, There's not enough printing in it for a game Bible. I will well, they, watch people stream the game now. <laughs> I, I refuse to buy the game, but I will watch people stream it. Um, so, yeah. Okay. We'll end the, the podcast with one fun fact about the PS5. I, uh, did everyone see the little bumps on the controller and the um, console? Yes. 
Oh yep. yeah, we didn't talk about the design. We'll talk about that next time probably, but I loved it, but we'll talk about it more next time. Um Robert, you see the bumps, right? All the bumps are actually the symbols of the PlayStation build the PlayStation symbols. Hi. They're little triangles, square circles, and X's. That's cute. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Little details are nice. Anyway, we're going to wrap the podcast here because it's been two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. Of course, by the time I finish editing, it'll be a lot shorter. But still, um, I want a big shout to Neil for being on. Thank you, Neil, for joining us. It's always good to uh, see you. Got to be up for this uh, the big event, if you will. Uh, if you got any shout outs and how can they contact you and where can they read your fine stuff at bloody disgusting.com yeah well you you said so. there you go but, say it again yeah at bloody disgusting.com um also you can catch me at nesco n-e-double-z-k-o on the twitter got anyone to shout out ah oh, just all the wonderful people listening and all the wonderful people out there that don't get silly about spoilers and, and Okay, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben, to you, Gary, Neil. Thank you for coming on to embrace this new success that Sony has released. This has <laughs> been a long episode and probably the next long one will be when the system is released and we have our copies. Yeah. Um shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. Continue to be safe as Numbers are decreasing with this pandemic that we're going through. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShen7. Sure, decreasing. Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, shout out to you guys. Thank you for having me on. I love chatting with you guys. Neil, it's always good to have you around. Um, Even though it's once in a while, you should be back all the time. I know. <laughs> um, obviously, some people not here. Wish them the best. Tim, Chris, everybody else. Um, hope to have you guys back sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, shout out to the listeners. Hope you are enjoying the PS5 reveals and more to come. Definitely a lot more to come. I'm very excited. I'm, you know, I think of all the things with the PS5, I'm most excited to see the interface. Mm. And yeah. if the PlayStation Store actually doesn't take like 20 minutes to load. I mean, <laughs> Microsoft has already Microsoft's already um, disappointed everyone with that because they've said that the um, Xbox Series X interface is exactly the same as the Xbox One. Well, that is a very terrible decision. But then again, the system probably is the same anyway. Anywho, yes. Also, please, everybody, be safe out there. Corona is still a thing. It's not gone away. And keep the movement going. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the racists. I'll say yeah. it. I don't give a shit. Fuck them all. Do what you got to do. No. You got to get... But if you fuck it's... them, they might multiply. So just leave <laughs> them alone. Yeah, but then they're going to be hard. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Then you take the baby away, because guess what? You're not born racist, so... Yeah, there you go. At at PlayStation Universe, we do not condone taking away babies. (laughs) (laughs) Racists are not... Unless they're from racists. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyways, keep the movement going, man. Seriously, change needs to happen. It's yeah, it's ridiculous at this point. Um, that things are still the way they are. But yes, reach me at Gagalush. That's G A G L A U S H on Twitter. Um, I'd like to shout out to Neil, of course, for being on. Congratulations to being in the lead again. Also, shout out to Alfonso, Gary, and everyone that listens right now. Susan, Chris, um, Ed, if he still listens. I don't know if he does or not. Um, I shout to Mike. Shout out to everyone that listens and everyone that joins in. Um, my other podcast, my fantasy podcast, is getting close to episode 100. Um, I'm going to be dropping around $100 worth of Mog Station items to celebrate that. So please tune into the episode when we do it on twitch.tv.radio. Um, like next week, we do have Fusion X from Gamer Escape, the wiki. Also, we had Mr. Happy on last week as well. So go check out that out last episode if you want to see that craziness. Um, but yeah, shout out to everyone that's here. Go contact me at Chili. Um, we're always happy to have guests on here as well. So if you ever want to be a guest on PlayStation Unchained or the anime podcast... Um, contact me and I'm happy to work out times and dates for everyone. Um, so yeah, hype for PS5. And I, I also think it's a cool coastal design. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 If I don't see you through a week, I see you through the window. It's a fact. I've seen it. Bye, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs>